Welcome to the Broken Campfire Podcast. This is your host, Vito. Uh, today we're doing our Resident Evil 8 uh, review discussion podcast. I've got with me our other regular hosts, Flask, John, and Greg. Sitting out today is Andy, who hasn't played Resident Evil 8. Um, no, I just want to jump in real quick, and I just want to, yeah. before <sighs> there are any rumors get out, I want to dispel them, okay? Andy did not play uh, Resident Evil 8, I'm sure, because of work obligations or just life. It is not because he is afraid of the game or a coward. So if anyone was thinking that, Andy is not a big yeah. coward, okay? So just get it out of your head that Andy is a coward. Don't and think I would like Andy to see... I would like to see the comments in all of our uh, podcast episodes on every platform and YouTube videos and everything. I would like them to stop calling him a gigantic pussy because it's it's really offensive, first of all, and not true at all. Yeah. Okay. And I just want to add, I think I want to add that he also didn't play Resident Evil Seven, and that's also not because he's a terrified coward. It's it's probably because of. Like what you said, work obligations or something. Not. At I all think he would just rather play uh, Disney baby. games or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, he is not a little baby boy. Okay, a little whining He's baby boy. Not a whining with baby a, with boy. a poopy butt who can't even wipe his own butt because he's too scared. Okay, yeah, it's not. But um, that said, though, Andy, if you are uh, listening to this pod uh, in the future, you should just. Turn, turn it off right here because um, this is a spooky game we're reviewing and uh, I, I can't We're going to talk about spoilers. To, the spoilers are scary. Yeah. yeah there are. Yeah. Not we, that you would be scared by them. <clears throat> yeah. To our listeners, uh, we are definitely talking spoilers this whole pod. We have all beaten this game uh, to various degrees. I guess let's go down the list. That's probably the first thing we could talk about. Uh, talking about Resident Evil Village here, people. Yeah, exciting, so, yeah, Resident not- Evil 8, Resident Evil Village. So, uh, I, I mean, I'll start with me, I guess. I, I've beaten the game once through on the standard difficulty, which I think is just called standard. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I haven't... I, I just started, like, a new game plus. I don't know if I'll continue it, though. We could talk, I'll talk more about that later. Um, John, where are you at in the game? I also beat it on standard... Um, pretty handily, might I add. And then I started a new game plus on hardcore. And I got, uh, I think I'm right before fighting the ladder for the first uh, Lord, which I guess we'll get into later. I don't know how much spoilers we want to do right now. Uh, it's still cool. Obviously, I'm going like you know four times as fast, and that's more of like the the fun of it, just seeing how fast I can do it. Uh, will I finish it? Maybe. I'm still having fun. Uh, will I do a third playthrough? Probably not. But I, I don't do really do that for any game. You know, if you get two on me, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, that is impressive. Uh, especially um, like back to back. You know, a couple years later maybe, but you know, back to back. I'm I'm normally there. a one and done type of dude. Uh, I do want to talk about the new game plus options and stuff um, a little bit later. Uh, but for now, Flask, what where are you at in the game? You've beaten it. Twice. No. More no. than that. Oh, my God. <laughs> really? Yeah, you fools! Biohazard. You fools! You thought that I had only completed the game twice, didn't you? Yeah. 
Uh, I completed the game five times on standard difficulty and once on Village of Shadows difficulty. You completed it five... Now you're actually trolling me. I'm not trolling you. I'm telling you the truth. I don't know why the fuck I did this. the same thought pattern, but we went about it differently because I did a new game plus and I did it on hardcore because I wanted a, a little step up and increase, but I was really just trying to get money or shadow mode. Now, I was not crazy enough to do standard five times. Did you get, like, money each time? I wasn't that prepared. I'm still not uh, that prepared. But is that what you were going for? I was going for completion of challenges and to fill out my... Yeah, to get to earn money to fill out my uh, repertoire of my inventory of, of weaponry. Gotcha. That's so, amazing. To quest. fully upgrade everything. What was your fastest time? Uh, well, I did complete the under three hours challenge by getting a time of about two hours. Wow. You're a dashing dad. <laughs> wow. Yeah, my, my fastest was like two hours. Dang. You had infinite magnum or something? I did. I mean, I collected infinite weapons or infinite ammo perks as I went along. Um, I think the first couple of times I was like f- fairly standard stuff. I wasn't like infinite ammoing. But then as I went along, I got more and more until, I mean, the Village of Shadows by that point. I had uh, infinite stake, which turned out to be the most powerful gun. <laughs> so, uh, dude, that. that gun is and crazy! How yes, powerful you can get that. That is wild, Flask. And just for comparison, how many times did you beat Resident Evil Three Remake or Resident Evil Two Remake? <laughs> I only completed Resident Evil Three Remake once because I, after the first one, I was just like, mm, I'm good. But Resident Evil okay. Two, I must have done two or three times. Okay. Wow. The so weird is, thing is, this, this is, game isn't like better than that game, or you know, other Resident Evil games. Like, I mean, I've completed Resident Evil four. Who knows how many times? Like four or five times, probably even less than this one, technically. But like, I don't know what it was. I just kept doing it. <laughs> yeah. I just kept well, that's doing what I was going to ask time. you if if you if you just did all that to satisfy some weird tick in your brain. Or you actually enjoyed your t- <laughs> your time doing it? Like, I don't. I don't yeah. know. You don't even. That's fine. Think about it, and we're gonna talk about <laughs> uh, the gameplay and and uh, all the elements of this game going forward. Uh, I spent weeks trying to understand how to reconcile. Yeah, I think you have a problem, Greg. <laughs> where are you at in this game? Hey, Vito. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me here. Yeah, you got it. I've uh, beaten this game twice. I beat it on Standard, and then I beat it on uh, Village of Shadows. And then I started a third playthrough, and I got about halfway through, and I was like, eh, I'm done. I don't care about yeah, challenges. That's understandable. All right. Yeah, that's a normal, but that was normal reaction. My main goal is beat it on the hardest difficulty, and then I consider the game complete, and I'm done. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so that's uh, where we're all at. Um, so let's let's sit down and talk about this game. Now... This is, uh, Jesus, I was going to say this is the eighth Resident Evil game. It's not. It's, well, it's probably like. They've just decided it's something the like that. Yeah. Eighth mainline series game. Mainline. Right. Um, I wanted to maybe just start off by discussing the plot, which I know might be a lengthy discussion, uh, but I feel like, you know, the gameplay is not too different from Resident Evil 7, and, you know, conceptually, the gameplay is not very different from. The other Resident Evil games, uh, we will talk about gameplay, but how do you guys feel about just like running down the plot really quick and 
Can we talk about how the plot has so many uh, holes in it that don't make yeah, sense? Yeah, okay, well, so that's what I was going to say. I, you know, when I finished the game, I think I said to John, that plot was dog shit. Um, yeah. And, okay, just straight up, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I thought the plot was pretty dog shit. There was a lot of, yeah, so many plot holes. I was just, just racking my brain trying to understand, like, the motives of um, I have Miranda. <laughs> Can um, I talk about my big problem, my big plot holes, real quick? Like, yeah. and you all guys right, like branch off of it. I, I didn't so, think it was dog shit. I'll say that right. right away. I didn't. I also. I will say I didn't think it was dog shit. I just thought there were a lot of plot holes that were like very confusing to me. Well, so do we want to run down like a very brief, as brief as we can, like uh, synopsis Summary. of what synopsis, we think yeah. the plot is? Because I feel like we're gonna talk about it and. We're all gonna have questions and not. If you really want, if you know, do that. I don't tell think. Me, tell me yeah, what you think the plot so, is. Tell what, me. We have, you know, tell me what you think the, the plot is. The star of Resident Evil Seven. You know, starts with him and his wife. That's fine. Uh, starts with him and his wife, and then you see your baby get taken, and, and then she gets you're trying to get to your pieces, baby. Like straight well, that's up, whatever. That's, fucking Swiss. I mean, that is. They do light her up, but the main plot. I mean, whatever. It's just like a simple. I mean, it's not even like new. It's whatever. It's just like. A parent going after their kid. It's just, it's, it's oh, fine. It's whatever. I get you know that. What I mean? the, like, the base of the plot, for yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, is just yeah. the kid is a MacGuffin, and and that's that's all fine. I guess I was just talking about how I felt like this is a game plot where, yeah, yeah, I feel like I feel like they make it extra complex to like agreed. It, it's like I a think, uh, to make it that's, seem that's better fine than it is. If you want to make it complex, but you got to in step with the rest of Resident Evil. I don't think it's any no. I think it's worse than a lot of the other Resident Evils. I, I feel like we. All right, we all right, We got stuff to talk about then. Yeah. So, um, all right. So we got the uh, Ethan arrives at this village, and we've got the four lords of the village who are uh, super. That first cutscene introducing the four lords, I thought was like probably one of the coolest moments in the game. Instantly, I was just like, okay, this is a little different as far like. It's a different vibe and aesthetic um, from other Resident Evil games. I really dig the look it of is. all these characters and the voice acting, and I want to know more about all these characters. Um, so that was a great introduction to them. Um, but yeah, so so what, what was the... Basically, there's a lot of exposition at the end of this game, and it was that Lady Miranda, she was a... She was a scientist... She had a kid. Her, are you calling her Lady Miranda? What's her name? Mother Miranda. Mother Miranda. Sorry. Well, well, no, I'm no, her I you already got dressed up, Vito. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe she wasn't a scientist yet, but she had a kid named. Had a kid. Eva. Evelyn. Name Eve. Uh, Eva. Eve. Eva. And the kid yeah. kid dies the way, of, the, yeah. of the Spanish yeah. flu. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys right. find uh, Eva's grave in the graveyard in the? Oh no, I didn't. That's cool. Yeah, the, one of the oh. graves you can read the tombstone, and it's 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 Eva's uh, tombstone. Oh, that's a nice little touch. It's pretty I cool. I didn't catch that. Yeah. Um. So she dies of the Spanish flu, and then Mother Miranda, um, in her grief, I guess, wanders into like a cave to die or something. Yeah, she goes to kill herself. Basically, just go die off in a cave. Finds and the then... metamycete, which is like the okay. mold. Right. Okay. She touches she also the mold. And she finds out that the mold absorbs the consciousness of dead people, whatever that means. Well, 
she now she finds it out by touching the mold and she learns all the things that the mold has absorbed. Instantly by touching it, she just gains all the knowledge that I guess it's been collecting from, uh, we don't even know, various dead people. Dead, dead people she, that have been killed by was, the mold? Ah, uh, see, that part's I think that, I think hazy. That, yeah, they don't explain that, but I think it's uh, because the Metamucid is basically in the ground. People that have been buried, it's basically absorbing them like nutrients from a plant. Mm. Like, yeah, just sucking them up. Yeah, anyway, so it's, it's collecting consciousness, which is like the big takeaway I, or that I got from it. Okay. Yeah. I get behind that. That's that's not like an unusual uh, like sci-fi concept. Let that, me make a clarification. Fine. I think the background lore, what's going on, is actually not bad. It's just the presentation of the plot, the overarching plot in the actual game that I think is really stupid. But the, okay, I think I there's a separation between I, the lore yeah, is, yeah, yeah, is yeah. as as Resident Evil as it ever is. You know, exactly as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I yeah, I want to say I don't think any of this is great, but I I guess I'm putting it in context of Resident Evil in context of like. I was not just turned off completely while playing it, but and yeah, I was I, I was really yeah. worried beforehand that it was going to be straight up supernatural stuff, as I said many times. It was not, and I really appreciate that they actually do explain through bullshit Resident Evil science why this I is love happening that. and what the origins of it were. That stuff I appreciate, and I really liked. I don't even afraid to talk about. It. I really liked the quote unquote twist at the end. I thought it was. I thought it was cool. What? But the twist being what? There's a couple of twists uh, in With my Ethan. Well, do we want to go into it right yeah. now, or do we want to keep doing? I mean, the yeah, let's uh, let's let's, it, so. let's break down all the plot shit. Because um, so, yeah, really, so she goes to want... the cave. She touches this uh, this mold. And she gains. I'm, I'm guessing what immortal immortality because she right. has the ability to mess with her cells. And then, yeah. and, and I'm not even totally clear on this. From what it seems from there is that she started doing experiments on the people just to kind of see how the mold works, and then. That's when she met Spencer all those years ago, and they started trading knowledge and stuff. And that's how maybe she got off on this path. That's how Umbrella got off on their path. Right. But the the well, weird thing is, and I think they're leaving this maybe for nine, maybe for open stuff is, and that in the letter you find at the very end, they both say that they just found those Umbrella symbols like in the caves. So oh, those yeah. were like there even before them. So there's like still big mysteries like, okay, well then where the fuck did that come from? And did the Metamycite have the memories of whatever the hell used to be there? You know? Oh, you know, that's a good catch too because I thought that the Umbrella symbol was the symbol of the four lords because isn't it like four, uh, you know, it looks like an umbrella, but it's it's actually like four quadrants or something. So I didn't even catch that. You well, said. there's that's, also that's yeah, there's the uh, the four giant statues like in yeah, like, where, where the you fuck place the giant shell come from. Yeah, maybe that's uh, uh, Resident Evil Resident Evil Nine. But uh, but, but you're talking about so Miranda was doing these experiments, but I think specifically she was doing these experiments because she knows that the metamycete can absorb the consciousness of dead people, so she could she thinks she could revive her daughter by. Uh, finding like a a proper vessel, which it's not really explained, believe, but it's like yeah, I think she saved totally someone from the village. And one of the notes, I think she, it says like she saved like a little girl from dying. Like she, I guess, was super sick, and everyone in the village basically put her on a pedestal. And yeah, I think that, I think that's what they're showing in the ending slides of the artwork, uh, similar to the way they did it originally oh, before, uh, showing I how she. There. I told Vito to skip that. What? Oh, yes. you did? You know, really? He did tell Vito to skip well, the end cutscene. It was the credits. I literally, it happened, and Vito goes, hey, should I skip this? And John's like, yes. 
Yeah, I'm like, wait, don't do it. No, 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 no. Just hold fucking on, hold on. skip that. To be, shit. to be fair, I, I just went and like read it afterwards. It wasn't that. I mean, he, and and it didn't skip the ending cutscene. It didn't skip the, like the part no, afterwards right. where he checks the grave. It was, yeah, I that thought it was been just a big credit, deal. But it yeah. was right. I also did watch this later. There was like a cool thing with the little slideshow. I was wrong yeah. about that. It's a slideshow of like of artwork fuck, depicting basically her. Uh, people are dying in the village, and she comes to the village and injects people and saves them. I guess. Yeah. Um, okay, it's so focusing on one out... little girl in particular. I'm not sure if that girl is supposed to represent a particular person. I thought it was supposed to represent Eva initially, but then I don't think that's the case because totally yeah. it shows Miranda coming to. Anyway, I don't know. Right. So uh, the Minimicet Miranda, she's uh, performing experiments trying to bring her daughter. Back to life. She's um, getting nowhere. And I guess she's getting nowhere. She can't find the proper vessel. The four lords are actually just villagers that I guess were had like promising. They were, they were promising vessels to bring mm-hmm. back her daughter. But not but then, perfect. Th- but not perfect. It didn't work out. And um, I guess because of their sh- strengths and their intelligence, they end up being like welcomed into like her fold into the four lords of uh into being lords of the village, but they're not good enough to be a uh, vessel for her daughter. But, and um, this is in between there and there, though, because this is how she made the lords. She did, and I. this is in the, it's kind of silly, uh, the the Kado, Kado, however Kado. you want to call Kadal? it. Kadal? She yeah, made those, and that is just the mold mixed with, like, nematode cells, and that's what <laughs> that's what the Kadal huh. are, and that's how she's making... I guess she's implanting them in the people, and that's you know that's why it says like Kadao affinity or whatever. Right, right, right. right. So I um, mean, she so you know in between she I mean she wasn't doing nothing. She did make the little Kadao things, and it looks like she was fucking with. It looks like they're just doing like animal splicing, like the bat people. Uh, you know, the wolf. So uh, she was working yeah, on the that. Lichens, and, you know. lichens. They yeah, said the, they they mix the Kadao Kadao Kadu. I'm gonna say Kadu. It's funnier. Skadu uh, with, with the the Skadu with the wolf blood. <laughs> Uh, so that's how you get the, these uh, lichens. I do yeah. think it's yeah, funny. Yeah, was... It is kind of yeah. a nice touch how uh, Moreau is basically trying to emulate her to prove that he's like her chosen, you know, child or whatever. And yeah. he's basically you can like read about his experiments where he's just basically like this worked, this didn't work, this didn't yeah, work. Yeah. You know, <laughs> fucking broken, stupid English. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the way I looked at that. I think me and John were talking about it was that like each of the four lords kind of experiments with creating their own army. It seemed um, like Moreau. Yeah. You can read about his experiments. I assume that he made the lichens uh, because it sounded he's, like he's or... the one that talks about mixing wolf's blood. With I think he thought, I think it, there's a note and it says he made the, uh, he ended up making those really big ones that are, uh, that you oh, use the Magnum to kill. Right. Right. Okay. So yeah, it and seemed then, like kind of he he had like those like the lichens the the vampire ladies had like the things in their the basement daughters and right. the uh, the slaves o- other ladies just had dolls dolls she had dolls yeah, that's cool dolls which cool. yeah she like then, she like, you know, she wasn't experimenting you know, so much as just splitting her own like power her own uh, yeah against the Kadu stuff between all the dolls and thus sort of dissipating her own power right and you know, obviously Heisenberg has. Freak army. But anyways, all right, so yeah, back to the plot. So she, this she is was where working. things get hazy for me. She, she, she was working. She was, like, doing stuff, you know, making the kadoo, making the things, and then I guess she hit a dead end, and that's where I think it says in the journal that some people approached her, and I 
guess we don't actually, we can assume this is, I don't know, in this timeline, Umbrella or BSAA, whoever the bad guys are, they approached her, and they asked for some mold and some of Eva's DNA, and that is how they made well, it's, Evelyn in Resident Evil 7, yeah, right? It's the it's the organization known as Connections that Mio okay, worked connect, for. Okay, Connections, okay. I never yeah, so that's, just, I, I guess, guess some... Uh, Shit, <laughs> there's some company. Yeah. That's new to me. Oh, yeah, also, Vito, I found out, all right, yeah, I guess I found out. You know, you're looking at that picture, and there's, like, Mia on the one side, and there's, like, some gruff-looking yes. biker weirdo. That's supposed to be, I guess, her partner that is, you find him dead on the boat in Resident Evil 7? I don't even remember that. No, yeah, oh, no, he was, was, he is alive in her flashback. Oh, he was he alive? He killed oh, by I don't care. Evelyn. I didn't give a shit about yeah, that guy. The, he's I mean, the dude that calls, ripping uh, on him when we saw that picture, really. Like, he calls her a bitch, guy? yeah. Yeah, he yeah, calls right. her a bitch, and he freaks out. I guess this goes back to seven then because so so that's where we're at uh what the hell you know I, I guess I should know because I played seven but what the hell uh, now no. is I'll Ethan admit, Winters I don't know what Mia, happened in seven yeah I have like, no idea how does Ethan Winters and Mia come into the fold I mean uh, Ethan Winters I know he's just going to save his his wife in seven yeah. but why why was Mia captured in seven again Okay, so she, she was, was working like a, for oh, yeah, she was oh, yeah. working as basically an enforcer for the company Connections, who were the ones who had taken the mold sample. Apparently, we learn now from Mother Miranda and made Evelyn, who is their is experiment. Enforcer. Uh, okay. Evelyn was being shipped by that boat with Mia and that other dude as her guards and guardians. Uh, yeah. and but Ethan Evelyn doesn't know what she does for a living. Like, no, he, doesn't, like, he does not ask no. her. What the hell does she tell him? Is, she like, just. I think she says in one something. of the videos that she's like babysitting. She's like a, a oh, you know what? nanny. Yeah. That does sound right. Yeah, oh. I think she says that. But uh, so Ethan does not Evelyn. know the truth, and so okay. Evelyn freaks out on the boat. And in the flashback, you know, she kills everyone on the boat, and eventually the boat crashes into the bayou, into the swamp near the baker estate and du- Duvet, uh, Duval? in the, the in the flashback that you play that dem- uh, that shows the how the bakers came to be infected they find evelyn and uh take her into their home and then she infects them and that's how they become the infected versions of the bakers um and then mia before she uh gets captured sends a video or makes a video saying to ethan not to come but that never gets to ethan instead i guess later evelyn forges a message to ethan to say to come there something yeah which is uh which draws ethan to the baker state and i specifically want to kill this one guy ethan um, yeah. I think she wants a she family, the and the bakers aren't. I don't know. Like the grandparents. She They're sees Mia family. as her mother, so I guess it's <laughs> right, like okay. she wants the father as well. Okay. And Mia stuff. is now infected with the mold at this point. Uh yeah. Seven. Yeah. Right. Okay. It so, seems like well, you don't know that you Ethan is, I guess, but yeah, because they do mention that she is taking medication and stuff. In eight. Right. Yeah. In eight. Yes. 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 Right. Okay. If you go in the bathroom, there's a bunch. I of I find pills. that weird that she wouldn't be in a fucking lab, uh, strapped to a table for the rest Who? of her life. Mia and. Oh yeah. The 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 reason or the fact that they just let uh, Ethan and Mia just live a normal just life yeah. is crazy. Well, semi-normal life, right? Because they did say like, "Oh, you said we had to move here, and you said we had to." Do yeah. This. Well, semi. I feel like they were yeah. keeping. It's more like a protection instead of being like yeah. lab. Prisoners forever. 
But I yeah. do agree. There's no fucking way that they would let that freak go. But yeah, yeah, and, you know, and that know, line that you brought up too, I, I was scratching my head. I was like, "What does she mean by that?" And and now that we're tell, this is why I wanted to kind of like walk through the plot because it is starting to make a little more sense. I guess just the way it's presented when you're playing the game, it just seems so batshit to me. <laughs> um, I agree, and especially if you miss like a just a journal or two, like you miss so much information. Yeah. Uh, um. But yeah. so me, right, Resident Evil Eight, we got Mia in the house with the baby, except it's not. It's not Mia. It's Miranda. Not Mia. Yeah. How did Miranda. that happen? How the fuck did well, that happen? Because she can shapeshift. Yeah, right. she can shapeshift. So she kidnapped Mia and then kidnapped came home Mia. as Mia. As Mia. Why? And experimented on her. Well, now here's the thing. So I, I believe she, and this is, I guess, a little bit conjecture. I believe she first went in just to see, yeah, just maybe like some experiments to see if Rose is really like the match. And then she also said she took the form of Mia to make the, you know, obviously Rose more comfortable. Because uh, you know, it's a mom. So why wouldn't she just steal the baby and get yeah, out of there? Yeah, it must have been a very short period. Well, obviously that is a little... But yeah, it's, it had to have been like, yeah, like a, a small like night window or something, right? Because yeah, it wouldn't make sense. Although if she was there for like months. It was so just I, cooking I, for my Ethan impression was that she was just there, <laughs> yeah. yeah, cooking, having sex with Ethan. And, yeah, my, my, and they don't ever say one way or the other. My, yeah, my guess had to be like Ethan was gone earlier that day and yeah, she got scooped up. Hmm. Okay. That's, but I, I don't know if, they, I don't think they say one way or the other. So that is, you know, a little silly. My favorite line in the, in the game is when they keep repeatedly uh, saying, uh, Chris Redfield, we didn't know that she had the ability to, to morph into a corpse. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, like I that's mean, special that they didn't yeah, that like, like, that's possibly that predict. Crazy, yeah. Like, yeah, that's insane. Like, yeah. Uh, um, so, yeah, so then uh, she pretends to be the baby, and then and this is where I, I'll admit... <laughs> Wait, what? Is our <laughs> or, yeah, she pretends, yeah, she pretends to be Mia to get the baby. This is where things are stupid, right? So right. Chris and crew break in. They straight up shoot everybody. But instead of telling Ethan... And uh, Chris says his reason is because I knew he'd want to help. Like, keeping him in complete silence isn't going to do the same thing. But yeah. instead of just saying, Ethan, we think this is an imposter. We got to help your baby. They just kill Mia in front of him, knock him out, and then drag him in the car. Yeah. And, that and, part yeah. is completely stupid. It makes no sense. Oh, I can't so defend a few, that at all. And forget that. There's a few that problems the, uh, I have with this part. Yeah, go on. Yeah, I was, I, so, a big thing I have with this is, like we said earlier, Chris moved, the, moved them to Europe. Right? Yeah. Like, this is all their whole thing. Why did he move them so close to the castle <laughs> area, the village? You know what I mean? I don't know. So, I, and I have more to this. I have more to this. Maybe so, that was know. like... Wait, 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 wait. How do they know about now, the castle? Though? Maybe they didn't know about it. I think they were they working They did know, because they were talking about tracking Mia. Or, not Mia. They were talking about tracking Miranda, because they knew about her. Uh, I think it was, like, months prior. And, that, yeah, and then they but, found... You know. How do you track someone who teleports? I'm just saying. That's not, Let's, I get it. I get weird. it. Why Europe at all, you know? Why Europe at all? Exactly. Well, I think the part of the... I it's think uh, in Europe. I think Blue Umbrella is uh, based in Europe. Well, there you go. Oh, okay. Probably well, why. Right. Maybe they just want them <laughs> close it's to like, hmm, Maybe we want them close to HQ. Yeah. Maybe. All right. But I was, There's also... also <laughs> don't take this close. as gospel. I just, I just want to say, I think I read something not in the game. It's not from the game at all, but some kind of like a word of God type stuff from the developers that like at this point, Chris and his team are operating as like a rogue faction, not even part of Blue Umbrella anymore or something like that. I don't oh, know they, if that's I know true. They're, they're called uh, 
what the fuck is a group? Wolf Squad, right? Okay, yeah. I, I think, think Wolf Squad is acting independently of any organization at this point. I'm not sure if that's true. Funding them. I think I read that that's what they're saying, <laughs> at least. Ada Wong is funding them. Just to put Didn't that in place. Shit. She was supposed to be in Village. Did you know that? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, she was, originally, she, she was originally going to save you from the Four Lords. Ah. I'm, I guess I'm glad she didn't. I yeah, didn't that's all right. We, I, I'm we all right did, with that. We did that already. So, yeah. So, so instead of kidnapped. explaining anything, he fucking shreds uh, Mia right in front of Ethan, which is which is a crazy opening. I, I did think that was surprising. And and at that point, I guess, I don't know. Are we, we're all thinking that Chris is, uh, is this is bad Chris because well, the trailer is kind of made it seem like that too i'm gonna say no because didn't they kind of ruin that she would get shot up in like the, the advertising and the marketing <laughs> they, oh, i mean God. they showed it yeah i think they I, did oh, yeah okay. they did they the last in a lot of the trailers the last thing they show is uh chris standing over mia and then just shooting her a hundred times in the face <laughs> yeah i was more just thinking like, okay what's what's it? chris's actual yeah. agenda here because he's like, not gonna yeah. be a bad guy I mean, yeah, and it, was, it probably was a lot cooler not seeing that, uh, you know, for Vito. Mm-hmm. But yeah, seeing that so much in advertising, like, all right, well, obviously that's not going to be that straightforward. Yeah, I must have missed that. Well, that's um, cool, though, that you did. Like, that's, you know. Yeah, it yeah, it was, it, was, it was a cool moment. Um, So where are we at? Do we need to keep uh, exp- uh going forward? What, uh... And then what, they steal the baby, and then Mother Miranda, guess what? She can pretend to be a corpse. Oh, wait, hold on, so, but... Bro- but yeah, she could. Wait, what? She could. We didn't know that she could be a. She can morph into a corpse. Who would have thought? <laughs> she can um, morph into a corpse. But uh, why does Rose have powers anyway? Rose, because if you think about it, skipping ahead a little bit, because Ethan is made of mold and yeah, his Mia has mold he, inside of her. It's gonna be a yeah, he, baby. He okay. painted Mia's insides with mold. With mold, my boy. With mold goo. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, she's right. like, I guess, this hybrid of livable... I, I don't exactly know yeah. why, but yeah, that's the only thing you can think of. That's and then, so when I learned that out, my question was like, well, why didn't Miranda just, like, have... Try to, like, make mold people have a baby? Like, that would be the same result, right? Instead, this seems like something that happened well, by accident. they don't accident. have any mold people. There's no mold people in Resident Evil 8, though. There isn't? They're all mold people. Aren't they all mold people? Well, they're, they're all, all mold people. people. They're not, like, Resident Evil 7 mold people, you know? Actually, in Chris's oh. part, technically, uh, when the Metamucite's like going all crazy, the lichens come out of it. If you, uh, that is, that's where they that all spawn from. Sweet. Uh, my guess I'm... is that I mean, this is just some theory crafting here. I don't know if they go into it. Uh, you know, when they made Evelyn, they you know they had to have done some fancy science on it. Maybe somehow they changed the mold's matrix or whatever. And when that into Mia, it's I think actually I think there is when you when you go into that. Uh, the little extra cave where the mold is. I think when you read mm-hmm. that thing, it does say that it's not the exact same mold uh, as right. The no, they're completely different. They talk about bit. it because connections so and yeah, stuff to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm thinking, you know, just you know, okay. for that reason, whatever. It's changed enough for so human DNA, for blah, blah blah blah. Resident Evil, yeah. Okay, so yeah, Rose has Rose has powers. Uh, Mother Miranda steals ste- first steals the baby, steals then the baby. turns the baby <laughs> into a crystal. No, I don't totally get this part. Yeah, and then takes that crystal, baby, and... Separates it. Fucking just starts breaking pieces (laughs) off. Rips the head off. 
gives it to Moreau or whatever, rips four, each four arm kids. off, each leg. Yeah. Or sorry, yeah, so no, it's so it's only no, four head, torso, so ha- head, head, torso, torso arms, arms and legs. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you just don't get the ceremony. And yeah, and, really then, and then the ceremony is to bring them all back together. Right. <laughs> because she Put needs them, the them back together Chalice. to do it. And then so, I think that was the biggest there. problem I had. You got me there. I don't know. <laughs> That's what, explain, explain that, so this John. is what I'm saying. Everything past the lore is incredibly stupid and inexplicable. It's just like my answer is that they had to inject gameplay into it. That's, that's yeah. my answer. Well, yeah, for the service of the in service of the gameplay, then yeah, sure, I'll take it. You but know? you know what? I, I thought about that, and it's just like, well, why didn't? Why couldn't it just been keys? Like four keys <laughs> to get to. You know Never, what I mean? Uh, like, I, like a prototype like, could do or something like that, and have it in the jars. I'd like the the yeah. shock value of like. I, I don't I normally like maybe. shock stuff, but I like the shock value of like my baby is split up into all these jars, but she's not dead. She can be brought back, you know. Like that's weird. <laughs> I kind of like that. That's how I felt. Right. It's I just felt like I was the yeah, context was like, doesn't make sense. If you just let yourself fall into that scene where the Duke's like, "Oh, that's your baby," and you're like, "Oh shit!" But <laughs> yeah, then if, yeah, like, if you just what? thought about it for two minutes, you're like that's so stupid. <laughs> but like if you just but, let yourself go into the scene, you're like, "My baby." <laughs> No. Yeah. Well, now, I, yeah, I was taking it back a bit. Yeah. So they, when you first get it and you show it to the Duke and he's like, oh, it's your baby's right there. You wipe off like a heavy layer of dirt <laughs> to show yeah. its name. Like it had been there like, for a while. My first thought was like, how long have I been unconscious for? Was I unconscious for like fucking months? And I just woke up oh, and they split my baby in there. You know, the little mold dirt. A little more little green juice on that. Clean that right up. Yeah. So, uh, so then, you know, yes. from there you meet the four lords and you got to go about and beating all of them, getting your baby pieces to <laughs> make your baby again. Which right. also I didn't get at the end. But other than that, uh, like, what are they waiting the baby. for? I forget. What are they even doing? I literally don't know. <laughs> what are the, what are the like lords a, doing? Yeah. I, I don't think it's like a special, like, oh, we got to do the ceremony on a full moon for some bullshit. But like, I think I, they were waiting for the uh, thing to mature. The Metamuse. I don't, it, I'm really, not a hundred. I really have no fucking idea. Hasn't it been there forever? I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> that's part of my exactly. I don't know fucking why exactly. split them up between the four lords. That part, I, there's a big gap in between there, and then at the very end, I start liking it again. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, Miranda gets the pieces, puts it together, and brings the baby back to life. Right? That's what I also don't understand. She brings a baby back. Is that baby Rose, or is that baby your baby? What the fuck? I think she. And then when she did that, I think it is your. It's your. It's your baby. I mean, it's your, I mean, it's, I mean, according to the game, it's your baby. But like, why didn't she bring your baby back? Why didn't she bring her baby back? Doesn't she say that it was a failure? That it was a, like that she didn't. That well, she did bring like, Rose back and didn't mean to. She meant to bring Eva back, but failed. I think it's yeah. I'm pretty sure that happened, and, and that's when the fight, the boss fight starts because she's like, yeah, I'll just, get, I'm just gonna I do it again. Up. Well, I remember <laughs> her saying that after the ritual. I thought. Yeah, you know, honestly, Something guys, I, I don't fucking know, but I her do know she said like, her. yes, her yes, power started going to Rose, but I don't want Yeah, but why did that happen? She, yeah, I, I remember that the cutscene happened. Connect- she was like, my power. What's happening? I think yeah, she's the ritual connect- started draining her. Yeah, powers Rose, or Rose overpowered her and took the uh, 
the Metamucy. So like Rose's the mold, mold and the Metamucy combined together. I, I mean, really, that's the only explanation I can think of, right? Because I, I don't that's understand how you could just accidentally make the wrong baby. <laughs> oh, my power's like, leaving Rose me. had to oh. have been like, nah, I ain't doing this again. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so uh, whatever does happen, yeah, you you beat a yeah, spoilers. You defeat Mother Miranda in a one-on-one battle, which I thought the boss was fine. Thought she looked cool. We'll get into that later. Uh, and then it finds out that all it well it, another weird part here. It seems that like all the mold is being destroyed, but not Rose. Uh, well, okay. So you beat Miranda, and then you uh, agree. You, you you agree, or fucking Chris plants explosives on the big Metamycete, the original one. Yeah, um, before the and fight. I, the, yeah. the fetus at the core. <laughs> right, and I think once that's exploded, like all, like all the mold are kind of connected to it. I mean, it's already displayed that it's kind of like this hive mind. It's a fungus kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So that, I commit, that makes sense to me. And then I guess... Well, but why did the Rose also die? I think because Rose is also uh, human, because Mia... Her mother being okay, Mia. Okay, all right. Yeah, she's yeah, like a super mutant. human. Okay. Born yeah, of yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna chalk that one up to like reasons and maybe it has something to do with her parents or right, right. Comic yeah, because Ethan definitely lanes. starts to die after they right. Yeah, he's like family. yeah, he's falling apart. Yeah, and that I was fine with, and I I think that makes sense. Um, yeah. So he why he feels he has to stand back, uh, stay back, and sacrifice himself to explode it. I don't really know, but I guess he was gonna die anyway. So yeah, that's he was fine. dead. That's why he was dead anyways. He was, and so that's basically the end of... Uh, so yeah, he dies and with him kills uh, all the mold in the village and all the four Any lords. survivors? Oh, Any, you know, hold on. We should survivors. jump back a little bit. We should jump back a little bit. Before the Mother Miranda fight, you... I'm just going to talk about the Ethan plot twist. Uh, she oh, tears yeah, your heart out and she kills you. You play as Chris for a little bit. And right, then so you, you die. You do die. And then you, do you, die. you, you die and you walk around... Fucking some ethereal realm for a little bit. The and mold world, that, I guess. That's the only thing I can think it is. What the fuck yeah, is it's, mold it's world? Similar to, <laughs> the mold so world, it, at the end of Resident Evil 7, uh, Ethan finds himself in this ethereal realm talking to the real bakers. And yeah, it, it seems to like be. Jack oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It seems to be explained to some sort of uh, like collective unconscious within the mold network that it anyone who's part of the mold can access right i forgot about that my yeah. my thought about that is like you know when you're playing resident evil 7 and like you do the first baker fight and you beat him and he just kind of turns gray for a while and then like, obviously he comes back but i feel like when you turn gray like that when they're in their dormant state like that's when they're in that other realm like you know when they quote unquote get defeated or die oh, maybe like what happened to ethan they like, kind of like harden up and then i guess usually they just come the fuck back they and they try regenerate to yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's what so I what thought te- was going on. You're telling me is Ethan just had to wait a few more minutes and he would have really? been back to that's, back well, to and I, obviously nothing in the game backs it up. But that's what it, I mean. That's what it seems like, right? Like he he it's dies, possible. he goes to yeah. that world, and then he comes back. And we're gonna bring that up in a bit, Greg, because uh, you might have a point there. But fucking uh, yeah. yeah so, so, you okay, find so he goes to the world. Yeah. Talks to yeah. Evelyn, uh, and we find out that. You uh, you died in Resident Evil Seven. Jack stomped your face in and dragged yeah. you in the backyard, and you were dead. Which like early, and, like the first thing in Resident Evil Seven, you got killed. Yeah. <laughs> I assume you died from the blood loss of Mia cutting your arm off. Yeah, and then it's the boot to the face. And then, and then the Jack face, just you know. yeah, stomping you out, putting your so, nose uh, bones right in your brain. But anyway, so yeah, you oh die there. They drag God. you in the back, and 
Just like any of the other creeps out there, the mold brought you back, but for some reason, uh, I don't know, you're, sp you're special, your DNA's a little different, it didn't totally affect them in the same way. And and that's the explanation for all the memes behind why Ethan could fucking cut his hands off and get slapped around. See, it's crazy. Yeah, that explains floors. a ton of that shit. Yeah, there's a little, I, like, in Resident I Evil think that's pretty cool. In Resident Evil 7, there's in the beginning of the game, uh, like when you're in the kitchen uh, eating food with them, there's a, like a secret cut scene you can do where if Jack hits you, he'll cut your leg off with a shovel. Yeah. And he'll put some of that green liquid across the hall and it'll be like, come on and crawl to it. And then you pick it up, grab your foot, and you just put your foot on and pour some of that juice on. And you're all good to go. Yeah. So I, I think, and John was saying this too, that we just thought that that juice was just fucking... It was magic. God, God magic, magic, magic juice. It was God and juice. it makes sense. That, and it, it's cool touch. It. Yeah, because when you play as Chris, obviously he does not have the juice. He has, like, that, he has those stems. Injectors or whatever, because he's not a fucking mold person. So now, can we talk? wouldn't even that, work on it. Wait, hold on. I, I'm not trying to be cool. Magic. I'm not trying to be cool, but like, am I the one who thought that, who kind of interpreted the Ethan being infected already as like sort of an open secret, like kind of understood on a, a subconscious level that he was already well, you involved know, somehow with that? I there mean, was you, you see this. What do you mean? So check this out if you play the game next. And this could be nothing. I could be silly, stupid John. But if you go into your inventory and you look at your health, for the first few oh, seconds yeah. of your health bar, you see like little like uh, virus things floating in your health bar. That's true. Oh. And I noticed that. And I, I think I, I don't know. I think I brought it up to Kyle. I was like, that's pretty weird, right? Like, why are there little things floating in my <laughs> I thought I was getting infected with whatever was going on in the game. I didn't think I was already infected, though, to be fair. That is a good detail. New. I just, I, I guess even from Resident Evil 7, I thought, okay, he's not just pouring leaf juice on his arm and it grows back into <laughs> itself or his leg or whatever. He's well, clearly, like, infected back, somehow, right? like like other people are. Like, Mia is also infected, but she's still partially human, you know. I, I just assumed that, I think... especially because he's already part of the network at the end of Resident Evil 7. So, like, it was, was kind saying, of an open secret. Is, is that green juice acts like a like a stimulant and yeah. when you connect when you put your like arm or whatever back you just put that juice on it's gonna like freak it Stimulates out and they're just the gonna immediately yeah they're just gonna stimulate well, yeah, because it doesn't grow back pieces right because he doesn't like grow back no it doesn't grow it just, no it just it just reconnects yeah. stuff reconnects yeah, right. tissue and muscle but it also think... reconnects fabric because if you notice <laughs> oh. uh, when <laughs> lady Dimitrescu cuts your arm off too. yeah <laughs> It's a fake mold jacket. Moldy clothes. You leave your coat in a jacket for, you know, in a, in a musty uh, closet for a little bit. I mean, the same thing will happen yeah. to your jacket. I mean, um, there's also, if you think about it, uh, like when you're with Dimitrescu, uh, when you first, and they're like drinking your blood and whatnot, they're saying, oh, you taste a bit stale. Yeah, uh, she does say that. And then uh, Heisenberg also but then, keeps, I thought he was hitting on me, but he keeps saying that, you're, oh, you got an interesting body. Uh, he didn't say it exactly the, like that, but the bug ladies, the 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 daughters, uh, find you tasty because they are insects. They're flies. Like dead stuff. They're literally fly women. Yeah. Yep. Huh. It's you know I, I I think you're absolutely right. I think this was kind of like an open secret. I, I was just writing all of this off to like just goofiness, just like good <laughs> good fun yeah. goofiness that I, I had no problem with. I love the fact that this dude's getting his hands cut off and just putting yeah. them back on. And I didn't, I couldn't really explain why. I thought it was just the juice and just, um, 
you know, you have to um, suspend your disbelief. Uh, uh, I think, but I think you're absolutely <laughs> right. And I think that's I mean, pretty I, clever. Looking back, it makes sense. But I was, I mean, because what I mean, in previous games, you just use herbs to whatever, right. you know, what, what is that? Yeah. It's, but, it, I, I mean, I, it's like, I guess when you see it, though, it, it does make more sense. Like, he literally pointed juice on his hand <laughs> and, like, connecting it together. It's not normal. I forget if they yeah. say it in, in Resident Evil 7 and 8, but, like, uh, I would assume that the the, the health uh, juice that you use in these games is derived from the same plant from It the, is from uh, a Alkali plant Mountains, located in Louisiana. Or Clay Mountains, rather. Right? That no, is similar to that herb. something like that in 7, yeah. Okay. I like there's a yes, little, they, there's a note, there's a note that talks about it. There, Does it say a, it's, like, uh, similar to the Arclay plants yes, or something? Yeah, it's, it's basically a local plant that grows in Louisiana, and it's literally the same thing. It's oh, it's oak okay. herb. Oak, <laughs> yes, oak vita, you knew it, you knew it. Because <laughs> in the original games, they do have a lore detail that's like, yeah, these, this yes, certain type of that's plant, why, uh, this herb grows in the Arclay Mountain region only, and it's super and effective that's why Umbrella set up. Yeah. That's literally yeah. like their main reason they set up the shop and uh it makes sense. Raccoon City. And you make you make it in the game by mixing herbs and chem fluid together. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're almost there. So uh <laughs> so we went we jumped back, explained that Ethan's actually been dead and he's moldy. Mold boy. Um, so now Ethan explodes himself, kills everybody, and now we roll credits and uh we get the Intro cutscene, uh, but a little different, and I skipped it because John made me skip it. But basically, it just kind of into I said skip it now. Damn it! Just tells the events of the game in like a fantasy story, story. Uh, book, oh yeah, it just uh, concludes that much. fairy tale, yeah. which is a nice. I thought that whole aesthetic was again very cool. Not something you'd seen in a previous Resident Evil game. Um, I didn't have a problem with that. And then. Um, we get a secret cutscene, or we get a cutscene after the credits, um, and it's a, a, it's a doozy. Um, so, uh, what's her name? Rose, Rose. is Rose. now a teenager, and we don't know if she's aged like a normal teenager would. No, or I 100% do not think don't so. think that. I That is not... She's definitely got that Evelyn Mold disease where she <laughs> ages mold. super fast. The reverse Benjamin Button disease or that whatever the hell sense. it's called. Well, there is one thing supporting that, and it's only... I believe it's in the... I believe it's in your house, maybe. In the very beginning of the game, you you look at a um, like a checkup sheet of of Rose when she was born... And she is way fucking bigger and heavier yeah. than a baby should be oh, that was shit. born. That is a good point. Uh, and obviously you wouldn't know that unless you know like baby weights and stuff. But I was like, that yeah. doesn't seem right. Well, I was like 11 pounds when I was born. I was a big baby. How big was Damn, you were a fat fucking baby, uh, man. Yeah, I, I can big. look, but I think it was above that. But anyway, so I, yeah, my God. theory is And also the fact that, that Chris is still around. Quickly. Well, yeah, and Chris, yeah, Chris and that other guy. And not guys. like 60 plus years old or whatever. I don't um, think they'll 70. ever kill Chris. I will say I'm just I saying thought, that like he seems to still be around an active participant in these affairs. On that note though, I would love to see like an old Chris. Old in, Chris. In, like old <laughs> old Batman. He'd be like Hoffman, or... all you overused yeah. and abused, oh, bro. God. I yeah, will say I kinda thought that cutscene was a little uh cringy. Stupid? Yeah, yeah, a little cringy. Well, like on the way back, whoever that idiot, whatever security guard is, is like, hey, Evelyn, like the like <laughs> so the audience stupid. was too stupid. Can I, to, like, uh, just to make sure you knew that that was Rose, who yeah. was kind of like Evelyn from Seven. They just because like there's no other. He's like it was a joke, but it wasn't. Yeah, there's, there's no, no way he would do he that. He would have said that. 
except for to remind the audience. My my biggest issue with that scene is he meet he meet he drives up to the grave and finds her and he calls on the radio. Beat up. No, no, go on. Sorry. Oh, so he calls on the radio. He's like, "Hey, we found. I found her. Yeah, guess where she was. Like, so nobody knew where she was." And then he proceeds to say some dumb shit and almost gets murdered by her. By her being like, "I can do shit to you that Chris doesn't even know about." Yeah, what's and then by that? Yeah, crazy. She's gonna make him a mold man. She's gonna mold brain him. But then she gets in the car, and a dude on the radio is like. I got a clear shot. You want me to take it? And he's like, no, she's just a kid, man. <laughs> yeah. How the oh. fuck did he, how did he have a shot when they didn't know where the fuck she was, bro? Well, there's a sniper a following point. that guy everywhere. Right, yeah, at a distance. <laughs> yeah. Just in but case also, you fuck up, we're going to kill you. Yeah. Another couple things in that fucking scene. The thing that pissed me off the most was when he goes, oh, you're just like your father. Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> how would he have ever known no, she does not. She does not say, he does not say you're like your father. She says, or he says, you're just like him. Like talking right. about Chris. Oh, talking about uh, Chris. Does yeah. she though? I, mean, I, I also really felt like he was talking about the fuck. Because like... She was visiting just visited the his grave. grave, like, and you're wearing his yeah. jacket. It does seem contextually that she's talking about Ethan, but it, again, it uh, would be weird that he would be talking about Ethan. Yeah, so well, unless, I took it, I took it as him be talking about Chris, because well, I guess well, he could have known uh, Ethan, I guess technically, because well, I thought that Chris he was him him to once. Well, Chris uh, moved I, them to Europe, and maybe yeah, that guy yeah. is part of the detail where Chris maybe. would visit the house or whatever. In any case, it was just weird. That's a weird thing to say to a kid whose dad is dead when you don't really, like, you probably don't really even know that that dude, uh, the father. Weird. I think, though, and I even tried to match with the voice, really voice actors, I thought that that guy's voice was the same guy who, he has a mask on with his Chris, and he's like, stay the fuck down. He puts, like, the gun to you. Like, he's on uh, Chris's team. Like, is that like the only exposure he had? Your dad always liked to fight and get a gun to his head. Like, <laughs> yeah. The only moment he ever knew Ethan. Like, Your dad was always constantly under threat of being executed by a long distance sniper bullet. Yeah, he kind of sounded like who, that guy. I don't know if he was supposed to be. I think he's the same dude that beats the shit out of him in his own house. Also, yeah, that's why I, I was thinking he was one of those guys. But yeah, that was yeah. also really stupid. Because that's well, the, the group that uh, goes to the house and that's in the village is part of Chris's group, that uh, Wolf Squad. Yep. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so then, all right, so yeah. So go on. Explain. Oh, right, so the, then uh, they get in the car and then they just kind of drive away. Uh, but and then, then it says the the father's story has ended. Before now, that, Vito, though. Oh, what? When they're driving Vito, away. This is just a random. You know, I feel like I don't you're think crazy it, about this. Yeah, when they're driving is. away, there's like somebody down the road and just like standing there. You know. Like, there's somebody it's a cemetery. Who, who cares? Wait, hold up. Somebody walks towards the car, and then the car stops. I think it's the sniper. So many people. Guys, sniper, I got a little. I got a little inside I baseball for you guys. All right, okay? all right, inside baseball for it. So somebody like used a mod or something or something part of photo mode maybe, and they zoomed in on that guy, and it's Ethan's character model, um, which you know. There's a couple of explanations possibly, right? Maybe they just wanted somebody in the distance and all I they had really was like that Ethan's. Was that's that's possible. It's also specifically Ethan's character model after he gives his jacket away at the end of the game. So it's a little specific. Um, okay. well, all right, well, they're going to have Ethan come back to the <laughs> Hey, Rose, I'm not really dead. Rose, <laughs> guess what? That, that would I be can truly survive stupid. On a, 
You know, Bill's I'm, I, I want to lean towards a nuke explosion. Yeah, I want to lean towards it means nothing. But I just wanted to let you know. I don't that. think why are you visiting my empty grave, dumbass? Yeah, there's nobody in there. Let me get in the car. I'm here. I'm here to get buried. And then after that, it says the father's story has ended, which I think me and Vito got different meanings from. Yeah. I thought that that means that the next game, the next game is going to be about Rose for sure. I think John agrees with that. But I thought it meant you're going to play as Rose. And I might have come around to John's side on that, though. But instantly, I, I, I just thought it implied that you're going to play as Rose in the next game and might have powers that you're going to play. I don't think you're going to play as Rose. I think she's basically just this this trilogy's uh, Sherry, basically. That's all I think I, she is. And initially, I, I had the same thing as Vito. I was like, man, I really hope they're going to make us play as Rose. Thinking about it, my crazy theory, obviously, you know, whatever happens, happens. I think you're going to play as Mia because it's already been established that she is some type of security or she was supposed to be on that boat. So she's not like a helpless person. And you person. do play as her. Well, she does, she and does she is, have well, a she's an agent. You get, habit of getting I, kidnapped every fucking game. So maybe well, she's yeah, helpless. she does. But whatever. Kind of right, so Ethan ends up getting killed uh, every game. So whatever. True I, 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 I would <laughs> say that Mia being playable next game as like the main playable character is doubtful just because how many people dislike Mia as a character. Yeah, well, dude, she is not. How many people I like think it's going to be Chris. The stepfather story. The stepfather story has begun. <laughs> Uh, I just I I think it's I mean, perfect. So I'm see, I'm seeing the Mia thing as saying all I'm going for like it'll be like oh we have to stop Rose from aging too quickly you know we have to do <laughs> something uh and then yeah either Rose or, or yeah whatever she's gonna be the background like oh save me I'm dying I'm old and then yeah Chris and uh, Mia that's that's my guess right now just have her yeah. watch that Robin Williams movie I just I, I, think... I really can't see him having all this momentum like all this goodwill of you know, oh, they're bringing it back to the classic. It's like four, you know, uh, yeah. All right, let's go add a monster who has powers for the next one you play as. Like, you know, I, I, just, I can't see it. I just can't. I agree with you that it's not a good idea, but I disagree. I think that just because it's a bad idea doesn't mean they won't do it. Capcom has a history of kind of, I don't know. I feel like uh, when they they're do on, like, a turnaround sequels, lately, though, dude. Yeah, but they, they I feel like they, job, still, they still have this tendency to, like, escalate the, the sequels, you know? Um to make things more action packed, and then that's that's even you know evident in this game, where it's a little more action packed than. Uh, I agree, but I I think they're seven. being very safe with this. I thought I think Resident Evil Seven was a extremely, especially comparing to this, an extremely like safe like put my foot half in the water just a little bit to see how it feels. Like oh it's not bad. In this game they like let loose a little bit. They you know, let their feet kick in the water. Yeah. Uh, and I think they they definitely found like people are really receptive to this. Uh, I mean, I, without going into it too much, you know, it's early review. I think it is better than seven in every way. Okay. And I hope they keep going this way with uh, with nine. I'm gonna hold but, my thoughts you know, on that. It's video now. games, so you can always. I mean, yeah, it's always the door is always open for them to fuck it up. I want to I want to bring up an aspect of of plot that we haven't yet addressed, which is sure. So I've been I've been a you know a fan of Resident Evil's dumb storyline for many years because I just love <laughs> I, I just love I the dumb bioweapon shit. It's great. It's anyway, cool. Yeah, and uh, so I don't need uh, that stuff to always be eternally brought back and like retread the same. Uh, ground over and over again 
I'm a totally okay with them doing new stuff. However, this new like narrative stuff in the, in the, in the seven and eight now has not engendered the same um, fondness in me as uh, prior games had with their dumb bioweapon company corporate espionage bullshit and uh, like world threatening apocalyptic bioweapon stuff. And uh, the little nuggets, less than nuggets that we've been getting about what's going on in the rest of the Resident Evil realm, like with, uh, you know, in the last game we had, you know, a blue umbrella. What the hell's that? We had Chris working for Blue Umbrella. What's going on there? You know, BSAA in this game is like using bioweapons as soldiers now. What's going on with that? Is Rogue going, is is Chris going rogue now? Uh, Why is he against the BSAA seemingly now? Where's everybody else? You know, Uh, we don't really know what's happening with the larger Resident Evil universe while this relatively minor stuff is happening that is nonetheless intrinsic, I guess, to the, the origins of the Resident Evil universe. Um, so it's, it's not like bad in that, in that sense. It's just like they have yet to explain anything (laughs) in Resident Evil. And I think a game that would go into those details, um, would be really cool. I would love to know more about Blue Umbrella and what the BSAA is doing. Um, if they could get it to start dovetailing again, that would be cool. Well, I don't know. If we'll get that totally, but I, I think I, I read in like a, you know, developer blog, whatever, uh, article or this came out is they, you know, they said they want nine to connect to this game and then they, they don't want to do like big brain. Yeah, they're not doing, they don't want to do horror anymore. Well, not even necessarily, well, I or didn't not, learn about the horror. They don't, I mean, I just mean they like, don't want... no more like trilogies. They don't want to have to plan seven years oh, in the sure. future, like for a story, oh, you know either. what I mean? And it's like, sense. oh, here's Resident Evil 10. It's just a story. Maybe they'll get in some zombies, whatever, you know. And then here's eleven. It's going to be a different story, uh, which I mean, I mean they had I'm always cool done with that. either way. I think it's fine. Yeah, I thought. I, I, I was surprised that this was like a continuous story in the first place. You know, like Ethan's yeah. story trilogy. I was surprised by yeah, that. The interesting. Yeah, well, yeah, that they've invested so much into Ethan Winter. <laughs> uh, I thought, yeah, interesting idea, Beloved but yeah, character. I'm okay to see him go back. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I like. I, I will like say this too. Him. I I hope they. I guess either way, I don't care, but I hope they don't go back to co-op. Uh, I, I played Resident Evil 5 in co-op, and I thought it was fun co-op, but I feel like... And I guess the game's better it. single player. And Resident saying, Evil yeah. is better single player. It's fun the, with co-op. Yeah. One, it takes but away all it horror. It changes the you have a body. Yeah. Yes. But two, I, I... You know, and this is maybe part on me, not the game. I pay attention to a story like... 80% less when I have a co-op person with me because like you're mm. you know you're being taken out of any kind of moment they want to put you in with, with somebody else like talking to you so like I don't know I like the path they're on now I want to keep it this way yeah sure I could agree with that well not the exact path but you know the, the, the general path I so, will take wait. Outbreak though whenever yes of course <laughs> obviously by the way Flask oh we haven't addressed yet how Ethan is very very stupid <laughs> We can yeah, go, well, <laughs> hey, we can chalk, he's we can chalk that up. I was like, we can chalk that up to him being a moldy brain. Yeah, now. his brain is mold. That's true. Yeah. So it doesn't explain saying, why he's like emotionally detached. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't think he's a great character at all, but I understand why he exists. I like Ethan. I, I think he exists, and they created him because all the other characters in the series have just fucking upgraded their shit. They're on the. Mm. They're like. They're Superman. They're fighting like, machines. Yeah, they're, they're superhumans. Gods, uh, basically. Super Chris soldiers, was so. Chris was a pilot in the Air Force, and then a special for a special uh, like police. <laughs> uh, Agent, I don't know what you would even work with stars who were like special. Do you guys know how much I love please by the age of twenty three, which is insane. Yeah. All the, all and the stars so people are, are just just too capable. So I think they just needed to introduce somebody you I don't love, know uh, who's just a regular guy. I love that it's public knowledge that Chris punched that boulder in the volcano <laughs> and that uh, Heisenberg how is that public calls knowledge? it out. That how is, is that so funny knowledge? that in the Resident Evil universe. People know well, that Eisenberg seemed like he knew a thing or two. So I don't know yeah. public knowledge, but it's out there, uh, dude. The bad yeah, guys it's know. Out, it's out there, dude. <laughs> I'll so be honest. Think about most... it. Like somebody, probably in Chris's report that he had to write back. He wrote, "I got so <laughs> flustered, I just started punching a rock." And people yeah, probably looked I at it like, to. "What the fuck?" That can't be <laughs> true, they, Chris. Yeah, and then Chef was like, "It was true. I was dangling. I almost died." <laughs> I was dangling. <laughs> All right. Do we have any other final thoughts on the plot? I just want to say that the boulder punch thing. I was a little. I reacted to that a little bit with like, okay, I you know I clapped when I saw it. You know, like I cracked, oh they they addressed I that was the funny. meme. I am like, okay, okay a little bit, with but everyone seems to enjoy it. In so. Resident Evil, yeah, I'm alright with that. It, I don't it, mind it. There's room to be campy in Resident Evil, you know. Well, of um, course, naturally. yeah, because it is. Um, all right, I think uh, this is a good time for a little break. Yes, and we'll yeah we'll come back. We'll talk about the gameplay and uh, some of the other details of the game, the uh, level design, production, and then we'll wrap it up. So um, let's go to break. We'll take uh, ten minutes. We'll be back shortly. All right, welcome back to our. Welcome back to the Broken Campfire Podcast. If you don't have a brain aneurysm, I'll be taking over. Welcome back to our... (laughs) Ruining it. Welcome back to the Broken Campfire Resident Evil 8 discussion podcast. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we hope you're you're warmed in this winter-bound frontier. Warmed by our conversation. You might you could interrupt Andy when he's hosting. You don't interrupt me. Oh, I would never do that to him. Sorry, Andy just screams louder, so I can't. Yeah. Oh, fuck that guy. We're gonna talk about gameplay. <laughs> um. All right, let's talk about the moment-to-moment uh, gameplay. Resident Evil Eight. What'd you guys? What'd you guys think? How it feel? Uh, it feel good. It felt good. Did you know? Did you guys know? You know the uh, lichens that shoot arrows, bows and arrows. Yes. Do you know you could slice those fucking babies out of the sky with yes, your you knife? Can. You get an achievement. I heard that arrow. there's a challenge. You I do think. get an acha- achievement. I fucking did it well, on my uh, on my Shadow of Nightmare difficulty or Village of Shadows difficulty. It was the coolest thing on the planet. <laughs> and then I was you... killed shortly afterwards. <laughs> well, there you go. You can also like straight up just shoot that out of their hands, and they can lose that. The, the, bow? the bow? That's pretty yeah. cool. That's pretty cool. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, I mean, the moment-to-moment, what, it's, uh, it's first-person, like, Resident Evil 7, um, 
a more open environment, so so I feel like you got to run around a little bit more. I think it felt good. I will give the game one demerit, and I'll meet it maybe halfway. Uh, I could not figure out how to switch to my fucking uh, flashbangs on the the, right. the grenade launcher. It's you hold. You have to hold right click and then press F, but it doesn't say that. It just says uh, press F. So see, I was playing on it. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, yeah, I'm playing a controller, the controller and it had... no problem. <laughs> Literally no problem. I, I probably would not have figured it out if somebody I think Kyle was in the Discord and told yeah, he's, yeah that's how I found out about it. Yeah. I also thought that was a pretty nonsensical uh, once I, I knew went it wasn't a problem. My entire playthrough I didn't use one flashbang. I mean I didn't need to, I was on standard, it was whatever. Yeah, but. I'll be yeah, I'll be honest. I knew how to use them and I probably used it like once just for fun. Uh yeah. Uh, I, I guess I, we'll get into gameplay a little bit on that. Uh, I think standard overall was a little too easy. Way too uh, easy. Baby I understand there are some complaints about hardcore mode being a little unfair or, or, or too much in the very beginning before you maybe get your second and third gun. And I can mm -hmm. definitely see that because on standard, the game, you know, oh, I got 10 bullets and then one werewolf appears in front of you. And then it's like, oh, I have 20 bullets and then two werewolves appear in front of you. I could see that being more difficult, obviously, in, in hardcore. One, because they take more bullets, and, you know, two, because actually, I believe they do add more enemies as the difficulties go up. So, Flask, I could see it being pretty something? darn challenging uh, in the beginning. Real quick. Sure. This is, uh, this is like, to, to come in and see your thing, John. So, since yeah. me and you are the only people that beat it on Village of Shadow, uh, did you use infinite ammo uh, in your playthrough? I did, guns? yeah. I, I said I had to use the right, infinite right. stake yeah. to just, I was just annihilate everything. I, yeah, because I was wondering mainly because like, we played through it, and these things take a lot of hits. I was like, yeah. there is no possible way you can beat this <laughs> game, I feel. I personally feel like, without having infinite ammo in some way, shape, or form. It seems like it would be incredibly difficult, yeah. I yeah, think you so, agreed with me that any time, like what John is saying, any time the enemies start to overwhelm you with numbers, those are the hardest sections of the game. Yeah, especially on hundred difficulties. Uh, Chris's part was definitely the toughest part of the game for me. Yeah, I agree. Every, that's crazy because like on standard, that's like the, the that's breather, ridiculous. Like, it's insanely. It's supposed it's like, to be like the breather. Yeah, yeah, and it yeah. Uh, so yeah, I definitely I I have heard little things like that. That being said, I wish I would have played it on hardcore and just kind of tough that first part out. Uh, I, 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 I feel not to that. say that standard was in like baby mode. Like you know, you still it was pretty baby mode. I think I only died a handful of times, and it was just like. I when I didn't understand, mode. I died a bunch in standard. Uh, right in the beginning, when you uh, you're escaping Heisenberg and that little spike thing comes down. Yes, I may have oh, died yes. like three. I may have died like three or four oh, times. You have to go. So you like, have to go stand in the back. Yeah, yeah. You have to stand in the hole. Back. I did not see that. I was like, dude, I don't know Same. what to do. Same. I, I just kept dying over and over <laughs> again. Jesus, I think I did die one actual time, but I felt like on standard mode. Just because I didn't die, it doesn't mean I wasn't using health items. Now, to be fair, I was using them pretty fucking willy-nilly. Like, I know, like, on Hardcore and further on, you got to wait until you're in, like, that red mode to use it. Otherwise, you're mm -hmm. wasting them. All right, and Standard, whatever. You smack me once, I'm going to slap it on. Yeah, yeah I, I, def still I, going did, I definitely did that in Standard. I was uh, I was sla slathering myself in that juice. I, I would have yeah. liked the difficulty maybe in between Hardcore and Standard. But whatever. I did, didn't ruin it. I still was having fun. I still felt like I needed to kill the enemies. 
I had, I had uh, the whole time, I think. I always first. had a I had bucket loads of ammo for every gun. Like I was using ammo whenever I felt like it. There was no need to you know, the survival part of the game wasn't really there for me on standard. I was just shooting bullets willy-nilly. I had so much money um that I ended up just I, and I didn't buy I never once had to buy ammo. But if I needed to, I could have bought all the ammo in the world. Um I ended up just saving my money. Because I knew that you could, uh, if you fully upgrade your guns, you get infinite ammo on your next playthrough. So I just, I just saved all my money, and then I upgraded, you know, as many guns as I could. Um, yeah, and um, I, I, I don't think I died many times at all. And when I did, I just felt like it was like a slip up, like an accident or something. So I do wish standard was was uh, harder because it kind of makes the game feel a little bit like it's on rails. Um, you know what I mean? Game definitely early easy? on felt like I will say this though, and also it doesn't help that when you pre-order the game, uh, it gives you a like free like a survival kit, and it gives you like a bunch of free ammo and oh, shit. Oh yeah. Uh, and it doesn't even really tell you, so it's just there unless you like you're scrolling through the menu. I thought I was like, oh, thanks Duke for being nice, and then yeah, I looked through and it's like, <laughs> that's what oh, I. Oh that my god, you're a complete dude. idiot, baby. And I was <laughs> like, what? no, I didn't want that. I just want to play the normal game. Quit making it even <laughs> easier. Like what the yeah. fuck? Right. How did we feel about, um, you know, uh, this game as a survival horror game? Uh, I think for sure there's a lot more action in this than Resident Evil 7. It's like um, a mixture of Resident Evil 7 and Resident Evil 4 for sure in terms of like yeah. a lot of aspects, uh, but in the gameplay department as well. Yeah. And there were some creepy moments in this game. I thought, dude, I think, yeah. it, did, I think uh, it did a good balance. I think it did a great. Beneviento's area, her entire section, definitely the freakiest part because that's a a big fear of mine is those freaky little dolls. I do not like, I'm not, <laughs> I do not like them. Oh yeah, and that yeah. entire area was uh, well, the fucking very, baby monster was. I awesome. that baby monster, it was it was definitely cool looking, but like if you look at videos of people on YouTube when that thing pops up, people freak out. I was like, oh, that's creepy. All right. And I just bolted the other way. Oh, I but people were pretty... like going crazy over it. I thought it was creepy. I, I, I also thought wild. just the... I liked yeah, it. <laughs> I liked it a lot. I also it thought is... just the level design of the house and ended up being like kind of like this old vintage My... hotel. Uh, I thought that was creepy in itself, just the lighting. My only problem um... with that entire area was that for me, it felt really short. Mm-hmm. Like I, I like her stages. Her part's definitely my favorite, I think. I wish it was longer though, because it felt like you just go to the house and you're done. You. I was do pretty it. good with it there. Well, I, for a few, I, first of all, I did really like that part, but they did take your weapons away, and yeah, you know, that it did was suck. a much more on rail section. Like as soon as I saw the cupboards, you know, it's, I'm not. I'm not gonna say I'm a genius gamer, but as soon as I saw those little uh, cupboards <laughs> that you could walk into, I was like, oh, something's gonna chase me, and I'm gonna have to hide. Yeah. I also yeah. thought that. Uh, so it's, like, like, it's like seeing waist high cover. Sh- yeah, <laughs> uh, and it's very clear that this was, I mean, at least to me, I thought so. Is is like their shot at or like a homage to the PT demo? You know, very. Oh, I yeah, thought it was yeah. very, very similar. I, I also, uh, and I, that's a cool thing. I thought that. it was cool. I really did like this part, but I thought, yeah, yeah, maybe it could have been you know ten, twenty minutes longer. I thought it was good that they kept the section short. It's just like a, I don't know, just like a quick little check this out, and then they get back to the action, you know. I thought that was really cool, like a little break in it. 
I did dig it. I also feel the way Greg did, and I feel like that section it just gets lamer and lamer on multiple playthroughs because it's just okay. I gotta grab. <laughs> right, it's just in, it's just in out done. Like, I was gonna I wait. Think... Sorry. Greg. <laughs> I was just gonna say, I, on the hardest difficulty because I knew all the puzzles and where everything was. I just I was probably in there for like five minutes. Not yeah, even. you just speed I run just it. It's not even through a everything. segment. Yeah. But see, I mean, if Go. it was even longer, though, you'd have to speed run in that every time. That's why I'm glad they kind of kept it. Because it was like a cool part, but it's not like a redoable part. You know what I mean? That's why sure. I, I guess my yeah. thing is like, well, how about if they keep that vibe and that aesthetic, but make it an actual like playable level where I have my guns, where there are enemies walking around, um, where there's more to do than just a... a you know, a puzzle where you, you once you play it once, you know what to do, and you could just speed run it. Um, do you know what I expect? Done. But I, mean, I don't want to change it. Though. It was cool the, the castle, way it was. Though, you know, like I mean, like I redid do the castle, and you know, it's so much. You know where everything is. You, I mean, it's really the same thing. You're just speed running through. Like, sure. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but I, 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 yeah, I think like, we all agree that it was well, a cool section. Was... I liked. I liked her part. I think her part would have been, and this is what I kind of like thought was going to happen. Or it gave me vibes of this. I thought, like, after you were done with Beneviento's area, and, like, just as you were leaving, the lichens were going to attack your uh, thing, and you were going to, like, have to barricade inside. Like, <laughs> uh, cool. like, oh, like, like an homage to uh, that Luis, Resident Evil 4 uh, where you defend. Yeah, with you yeah, and Louise. That's what I. That's what I personally thought was gonna happen, but it didn't. But that would have been I was cool even touch. thinking you were gonna leave, and then like the section wasn't gonna be over. Like, it was like a fake out. Like, oh, oh, it was because of all the uh, plants. Yeah, the plants were still around. Like you, oh, bold you brain, just, Ethan, yeah, you fool! You thought nothing. you were gone. But I was, oh, I was nice. also a tiny, tiny bit disappointed. But I was also like, ah, eh, yeah, that's fine. I was, I really liked it. Didn't stay its overwhelmed. I'd rather have not enough of something than, I guess, too much. And then that case for that kind of part. I feel like there was too much factory, bro. There was a lot well, of factory, yeah. but that was my favorite part. So I, I, factory I was cool. So I, you know, I just want to yeah, talk what, about what? this element of, you know. This is a survival horror game. That section, uh, Donna Beneviento, uh, her house, I think, was the most horror-esque uh, sequence in the game. Yeah. Um, then, you, then you got like maybe the dungeons in the in the castle. I thought it was super fucking cool where you're walking through mm -hmm. uh, the blood. Um, it almost looks like it's like a wine cellar, but it's, it's blood, and you have these enemies coming out of the water. That was kind of spooky. Um, you know, it's 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 a horror game, you know, all around. But I I did not really feel that scared compared to Resident Evil Seven, which I actually thought was a pretty pretty spooky ass game. Um, I don't know well, if I have a problem with that. I guess I'm just commenting on. You know what I found to be surprisingly uh, interesting area, although it's very very limited because it's a small area, is the uh. The tall grass in front of uh, Louisa's house. Louisa's house. That would have been cool if they expanded on that. It's yeah. like fields. Like you, that you're seeing the free. the the grass move around, and you're seeing motion, and you sometimes catch a glimpse of like a body moving quick, darting quickly. You know, a shadow did, uh, or a shape. Did you guys kill that giant werewolf that with yeah. all the weapons sticking out of it? In, uh, <laughs> Not that one. Yeah, that was the yeah, alpha. Yeah, yeah, that thing was badass. Um, no, what I was going to say is, uh, as, <laughs> as someone who completed the game six times for some reason, um, I think I pretty well, uh, experienced the feeling of repetition in the game. And I would say that, uh, 
surprisingly, doing multiple runs is rewarding. Uh, it's enjoyable still, even on multiple subsequent runs. But uh, the the linearity of especially the middle two sections, you know, Donna and Moreau, and the general scripted gameplay sequences throughout the game really get tedious, super yeah. tedious on subsequent playthroughs. Um, I can definitely see that. I don't know what and you would do about that other than saying... You can skip cutscenes, but you can't skip the scripted gameplay sequences. So if you could skip right. those as well, or somehow like subvert them, like maybe with uh, maybe with uh, Donna, you could do some kind of thing in a new game plus where you can just uh, skip the whole puzzle and maze and stuff like that with like some knowledge that you have, right? Agreed. They don't have that it really. Would be, yeah. Or right. like in the uh, with the windmills, you could somehow just skip the whole section where you're walking across the board. Or if it was just a little different, right? Yeah. I mean, it, like, how cool would that be? Because it's a short game, and I don't want to be asking a lot, but like, how cool would it be if just things were just different on multiple playthroughs? Like, wouldn't that be shocking? And uh, I was expecting more to be different in the harder difficulties. Like, the Village of Shadows difficulty was supposed to have remixed elements, new enemy placements. Um, stuff like I that. I like some of the enemy It has placements. limited amounts of that, but it's not much, honestly. It's it's ultimately it's just like some more enemies in some areas where they weren't before. Yeah, that's and that's a bummer because this game and it seems like all of the Resident Evil games as of recent, um, they're they're designed to be played more than once. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that I think that's absolutely true. I think that's um, always been the case, frankly. Yeah, 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 I think you're right, but I and I think these these games tend to be shorter compared to other games in uh, in the same genre because I think they they want you to play it multiple times, um, or maybe they're just making short games and then tacking on you know these new game plus and modes and stuff like that to balance things out. But um, yeah, I think it would be neater if they they remix things a bit in those other other well, um, playthroughs. I think that, and this is, I guess, a point, I think it'd be impossible to remix like any kind of the map. And, I, and this is, I think this Resident Evil is both somehow more open and much more on rails than like, yeah. I guess at least seven or even, maybe even some of the other ones. Like, you have the village where you can go around and stuff, but it's very clear that it's like, this is what you can do now and this is where you can go and you're not going anywhere else, and you're not doing anything else until, you know, you've gone to this. And then when you mm-hmm. go into this area, you're doing this, and, hey, if you're getting chased, and, and this kind of, I mean, obviously, I don't, I don't really know what a solution to this is. You know, it's a game, but you're getting chased, just run down this hallway and follow the the yellow thing or whatever, you know, to know where to go. <laughs> like, there's so many sections where it's just yeah. like, I, I just have to keep calm, and I know if I keep, like, following this stuff, I'm going to be okay because the game's not going to, Fuck me and make this guy faster than me. That wouldn't make sense. Uh, so it, it, I really felt like, especially I guess more so in the beginning, but definitely through the game, I felt like I was definitely like locked in on rails. And, and but sometimes that helps you see more cooler stuff too. So it's it's a give and take. I thought with the game. Yeah, I just want to be able to. I don't want to be locked in. You know, on especially on multiple playthroughs, I want to be able yeah, to that's, and, yeah, look or run away from the ruins, cool spectacle yeah. if I want to because I'm not. You know, I've already experienced it. Yeah, that would be, and like I said, I've not. I don't think I could do. That. I think it would be insane amount of work. But that would be interesting. It's like a new game yeah. plus. If somehow it said fuck all the cutscenes, fuck the story, 
it like plopped you in the middle of the village <laughs> and like it was like okay you could go to whatever lord you want and whatever order you want just you get, know what I mean? get your kid back there you yeah. go uh and I, like I said, that sounds insane. Like, you know, I'm sure it's much more work than I'm thinking or whatever, but that would be cool. Uh, I, don't, I forgot what we were even talking about originally, but I, I did. Yeah, like well, it. I was <laughs> just trying to gauge what you guys thought about. Oh, it's horror-wise. Uh, uh, I thought yeah. it would be pretty good horror. I will say, and I think I'm skipping a little bit, I thought that the ambient sound in this game was probably, and I have to think about it a little bit, probably the best I've heard in any game. I was always hearing little things in the background that were like, yeah. Four floorboards Dude, creaking I or like wind rushing. Yeah. What the fuck was that? Oh, and it was always it's just so good and it was so clear. I, I did can't like think of many stuff. of the games that did it as well. I thought it was like perfect. Yeah, Absolutely. it was. I also agree. It was really good. Every time I heard a noise, I expected to have to uh, gun down a werewolf. Yeah, one element of the game, you know the the first zone, uh, castle Dimitres, um I'm kind of a nod to, to like the I earlier guess, games, right? Like yeah, the mansion, and, you got to do these little obscure puzzles that don't make sense with items. And Lady, Lady Mister, Lady yeah, Mister well, X, Mister X, X yeah, Lady X, right? And that's and it. that's the thing. And they they try. It's it's you know it's it's a nod to Mister X. It's somebody who's gonna be chasing you around. Um, and I didn't find her scary at all. Not really because of her uh, design, her which I think booba? is a really cool design. It was just she her was behavior. Just incredibly she was just so slow. I don't think she like hit me once. I mean, <laughs> she was very slow. If if she really was on your tail, you could just walk around a table, and she would just walk around the table with yeah. you. Um, and yeah, it it's just kind of like they swarm very uh, tense. It was like I feel like Resident Evil Two. People kind of said that, and then Resident Evil Three remake. I'm talking about the remakes. The remake they made like Nemesis. Like, dude, I'm gonna whip yeah. the shit out of you and like, jump at you. Yeah, and then like people really didn't like that, so I wonder if they like toned it too far back this time. Because yeah, it was insane. Like you could literally stand on the other side of like a coffee table, and she would she would like take a swipe, but all you had to do is <laughs> take a step back. Back up. It was there was no kind of jump. There was no kind of grab. It was it was a little yeah. silly how easy it was. She wasn't formidable at all, in my opinion. Um, and the you know the vampire daughters, uh, you know they seem to pop up at random points. I don't know. It's probably a little more. Um, a cool oh, thing. No, I it's scripted, oh no, they it's scripted. Super yeah, scripted. Yeah. Uh, On multiple playthroughs, it becomes very yeah. obvious. A cool thing I noticed is, and I I didn't notice this on my first playthrough, but uh, right after you break out and you kill the first daughter, and I was sneaking into the like the main hall, uh, Lady Dimitres came out and called for her called one daughter. Her, yeah. Yeah. And then she ended up showing up, and they started having this whole conversation. Then she flew away, and I was like, "Oh man, that was pretty. Int- that was pretty crazy." Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I didn't I think get I that. Did see her? And I think that I only happens. Said, Fuck off. That only happens if you go back to try to go to the save room in between a section where you otherwise might go into a side room to continue onto the roof. So, like, if you don't go directly to the roof when you can, and instead try to go back towards the save room, you get that extra. Oh. Uh... Cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, if they had more guess, stuff like that, that would be cool. That'd right. Be definitely. Um, and yeah, I guess I'm trying to make a point that that whole castle sequence I thought was just uh, for something that was that was like the meat of all the trailers and promos uh, <laughs> too. You would think that the entire game was going to be with Lady Dimitres and her daughters in the castle. Um, it ended up being. Just one segment of the game, which I'm fine with, but I just thought it was a little boring. It was probably the most boring section of the game for me. 
I liked um, it. And I don't think it needed to be. I thought the characters are cool. I thought the castle was cool. You know, it's a nice looking castle. It reminded yeah. me of old Resident Evil games. I just wish they turned it up a notch. I don't know. Um, it's kind of hard because you kind of have to reckon with the lore of the fact that these people live here and apparently they take care of the place. So you can't have it be like a... Uh, it's not abandoned, but it's also not like lived in by a bunch of people. And it's... But it's well-maintained... But it's also like there's not gonna be zombies walking an old around. Play. I, I don't know. It's Unless you kind of have like to find this balance. So it right. just ends up being this kind of like mostly empty, boring, clean castle. <laughs> but right. I still like the I still like the you know, design of everything. It's you know it's nice. I I enjoy the section, but I did. And I think I talked about the veto. I feel like this game is the reverse of seven, where I think seven starts off really strong and high. I think as the game goes on, it gets not as good until the point where I'm at the boat and I don't want to play anymore. Hmm. I feel like this game, I started in the village and I was like, this is fun. And I got in the castle and I was like, I'm enjoying this. And I feel like just after that, it started to take off more and more. And I just liked it more and more until the end. Yeah. Funny. Uh, I find the village to be the most enjoyable parts of the game. Just being in the village and around it. I hub. had a really yeah. frustrating... Like I said, you know, that's just kind of, kind of gameplay. I did not like the section in the beginning where you had to just, like, fight until you... The night like, one? Died. Or, like, oh, that the be- one. The, the very beginning. Because Re-attack, it, ambush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe because I'm on standard, but I did not go down easy. So, literally, I'm just running around. I'm looking for, <laughs> like... I'm like, did I miss something? Like, did the game tell me to go somewhere? I'm like, I'm like dude, what, what... And I guess maybe that's what the game wanted you to panic. But it got to the point... And I know eventually the game does cut you off, and it's like, all right, you've killed enough. Yeah. But it took too long to get there. I was getting like frustrated. Like I was pausing the game, and I was like thinking, I'm like, well, where do I have to go? I, let me look at the map. And it, there was, you know what I mean. And maybe you that's something I should have known. But but I will say, in the moment, I was very flustered and didn't like it. Yeah. But afterwards, like the day after, I was thinking about it. I was like, damn, that point was pretty cool. But in it, I was like, no, this is not clear enough. I don't like this. You you touch on a very good point in that. I did six playthroughs and it seemed completely random at what point it would cut off that experience. Mm -hmm. So like sometimes I could just keep killing waves of enemies until they literally stopped. Like there were no more enemies to kill. And I was just walking around like, okay, I guess I'm trying to trigger the arrow in my leg yeah, like and then like, like, the guy jumping like on my back. Thing. I was like, what is uh, going on? Why, why can't I figure out where to go? But other times, like the first time I went through it, I, I ran through the water and it immediately triggered and that oh, ended the scene. Other times, like cool. half of the times it triggered at some random point during the fight. Yeah. At other times, My- I went through the whole fight and there was nothing left and I just wandered around until it triggered. It's very strange. Well, I was really pissed because I was just playing uh, on Village of Shadows mode and you know I had an infinite ammo uh, shoddy to hoddy mm-hmm. and I was trying to get the 30 lichen kill yeah, challenge. Yeah. So, you know, and that was tense. Yeah, and then even even with uh, all the ammo I had, it was still pretty tense. It was a lot of fun, and I'm fucking mopping up, and, you know, the big guy shows up with the hammer or whatever. He's walking around. Oh, and I'm also going to try to kill that guy, too. So I'm, you know, shooting lichens and also trying to shoot him um, with, like, another gun is a little difficult. And at some point, um, fucking, I don't know, there's, like, a cutscene, and one of the lichens just grabs me from yes, behind. Yes. Like, I had no, yeah. you know, choice, oh, and, like, hits That's... me over the head. Guess how many kills I had? 27. 27. That's hysterical. I, uh, so when that part, because the big guy showed up, I was like, fuck that, I'm not dealing with him, and I went inside a house, 
And no I just way. put myself in a corner and just tried to blast anybody no, that came no in the way. building. <laughs> and, uh, and it literally just a lichen just randomly comes like from the closet, grabs me and throws me. And I just end up outside in, in the, the lake. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck just happened, dude? Yeah, yeah, and then I found out that's a scripted yeah. thing. Like, yeah. yeah, he noted that when I, I was doing hardcore again, I was trying to do the same thing we do get the 30 kills and i got caught outside and i was like what the fuck i didn't know you get caught outside because i guess he's played through it once or twice he said every time the same thing <laughs> happened it was like some dude just grabs inside. you and teleports you in the water mm -hmm. i found that the best strategy was to stay uh the first house you you know you run up the stairs into the house and you find the shotgun if you just stay at the top of the first set of stairs you can basically watch Nobody comes from your left across the uh, the porch or whatever. You can just stay at the top of the stairs and blast anyone who comes up the stairs. And the Urias guy, the big guy, he gets stuck in a loop walking back and forth across the yard. And you can just blast um, him over and over again until he dies. And eventually the, I, uh... the regular lichens just run out after you've killed like oh, 50 of them. Uh, I have a question for you. So if you kill that guy, do you end up having, you end up having to fight him later in the game? Yes. Yes. Uh, I would. Yeah. Apparently he was not the same dude. In fact... Even if you kill him at that point and you collect his corpse, uh, in the subsequent scripted scene where you get thrown into the, he the stream, he's still on the roof and he jumps down and everything. So uh, it's not connected at all. Because that would be uh, a neat me, way, again, would be. to like, be skip that boss fight. Yep. No. <laughs> nope. I uh, I like setting up in the house with the, uh, the ladder that went down to the basement. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just sat in the corner, stared at the door, waited for something to come in, and just pulled the trigger every time, without fail. And they get thrown into the stream. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know that the uh, they shot an arrow at you, and then that one dude started dancing and going crazy. I that I thought was pretty cool. I didn't know there was like different things. I always thought it was just the guy grabs you and teleports you wherever. I think if you're outside, you get an arrow in the leg. Yeah. Yeah, I got I got the arrow in the leg both times. Yeah, I, well, I, that is the main reason I did go in the house because I did see arrows getting shot. And I was like, "Fuck that! Fuck I'm not that. getting shot." Yeah, yeah, that, that I mean, I I guess that's why it started as a low point for me. I know, just to 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 wrap to wrap back, and then yeah, I thought the game got better. I yeah, so great. I uh, do. They got. Oh, go ahead. You didn't like uh, the Heisenberg as much, or you thought it went on too long? I I think it went on too long. Because it yeah. did go on. I think it was. I yeah, it may have been the longest part. Maybe if you count all the village together, it was longer. But it was pretty long. I'll give it that. But I thought it. I liked it. I definitely I liked just... it. It was definitely super cool. Like on my second playthrough, I noticed things that I clearly didn't do. Like uh, the there's a part where these giant metal rods are like smashing down, and you can get hit by it, or enemies can get by it. But yeah, they have yeah. these red little lights. I didn't know that you shoot them and it stops the whole thing. I just oh, thought, wait, oh, just dodge yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was just running through. I was like, oh shit! All right, fuck? let me just go through. I didn't know that was an option. Oh, yeah, I stopped yeah. everyone and I told Vito. Oh. I mean, Vito was doing it on his own, but I was yeah. We were like shoot the light things. Yeah, I because I I didn't see him. I was like, wait, what the fuck are those? Shot one, brought the whole thing down. I yeah, saw that, that whole section for me was just you shoot the red shiny thing like every <laughs> like, enemy I had that. Every it was cool, boss. but. There were definitely. I feel like it could have been shorter. Personally. The mainline Resident Evil games have followed the same level pattern. You go to a factory. Ninety six. It goes go village go or factory. or like uh, residential, and then uh, castle esque area, and then lab. <laughs> every residential single time. Royalty uh, lab every time. Although I, I will sure say I like the aesthetic of this one in that it was slightly different. It was more like 
steam not steampunky but like um more like metal it was like a workshop like a metal yeah. um, like a metal shop junk like junk junk from punk like or whatever you want to call it junker yeah, like junker yeah. Shit. yeah. so it was kind of I different thought i thought it was cool I like the aesthetic. Great. I like the uh, what do they call them? What, what were they called? Uh, Reanimate. We have them here. Reanimate. No, they're. I thought. Uh, yeah, I mean they have. They every- were cool. I liked it. It was just, I I don't know why, dude. I felt it felt too long. One part I really didn't like for it is when you go into that one little area, and there's a fan that's on, and you sh- start getting sucked into the uh, fan. You have to shoot it. Yeah, I thought that part was out of dead space. <laughs> yeah, that that's a hundred percent. I was like, wow, that was I was almost dead space. That was crazy. Was I think, and I was like, wow, that was dumb. <laughs> you like seen the Napoleon, and then uh, I don't know. Vito said something, and then Ethan jumps. He's like, well, why would he jump like that? He just said <laughs> it so casually, just like honestly, he's like, why would Ethan do that? And I was like, yeah, I don't know. Vito, uh, why, why the fuck would he do that? He's stupid. I don't know. <laughs> What if that yeah. shot me? What if like the wind like curved your bullet in a way like you couldn't predict and like you couldn't get the shot yeah, off? Like, yeah, what if I yeah, could not get the... I don't know, dude. What do you and guys think just... of uh, the the enemies in this game? Is it a Resident Evil game? You got, you I got zombies. I'm so happy dude, to not be stuck zombies with, with weapons I... still. I, so yeah, I like the Metamucy. I love that, and I love these uh, the lichens. I think they are. Bad. I yes. Yeah. Like Flash said. Like Flash said. I'm very happy. It's not a like oh supernatural anymore. Uh, like we thought it was going to be. Or just I'm happy like it was the Evil like, Seven. It was just molded over and over again. Yeah. It was so boring. Yes. I'm. I think it's fucking cool that it's like oh we're injecting with other shit and they're turning into like lichens and werewolves yeah. and shit. And the lichens I think can it's take. Badass. They could take bullets and they dip and they then dodge. Yeah, the, vamp- the vampire sisters. Fucking- they jump and shades fucking... of Resident Evil Four villagers, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I, but I liked them a lot. They were they were interesting. What about the we got zombies with weapons, axes? Dude, yeah, they, I'll be honest. I thought they were. I was like, all right, these are just kind of like throwaways. Yeah, yeah the more I are like the I, zombies of the game, essentially. Yeah, I just blew their heads off and went on my way. The like the, uh, the the flying ones though, they were cool. The they really I forgot cool. about them. Yeah, that's right. I totally forgot about the bat people. Flying, flying guys were interesting. Yeah, the the guys in the basement. I mean, they were serviceable. They were like some basement uh, creeps. They're basement you know? goblins. I liked. Yeah, it. I thought they were good basement creeps. You know, I just thought yeah, it was a good basement. You know, what would have been super cool if at the end of the yeah. uh, the the Beneviento, Beneviento Manor sequence, you got attacked by all the dolls. That would have been pretty wild. Like, what if you just I got swarmed Stomping. by the dolls? What you guys think about so, that boss fight? That's I was gonna say. So what happens? And I didn't know this. If you don't find her, like after, if you don't find the uh, doll quick enough and jab it in the head, exactly. those dolls come out and they start stabbing you. I oh, didn't read that. that. I never got that. I, I didn't did, realize that, that never happened to me. Idiot who that never up? happened to me. Yeah. I dude, I was on her like yeah, fucking. I was, I was well, stabbing. Yeah. Yeah. I was playing this I'd game be by myself. But yeah, what happens is you'll run around and the screen will get hazier and hazier. It's only happened to me the very first time. You don't die either. Maybe on hardcore or whatever you probably do. Yeah, they just run around. The screen is hazier and hazier. And then, yeah, the dolls come out and they all like jab you a little bit. And you're like, oh, ah, and you brush them off you. And then the screen goes back to normal and you're injured. And you can't use any items, obviously. So you can, you know, you can only have it happen so many times. But, oh, okay. You know, you yeah. just don't got to huh. run around and look for it. That's pretty silly was, boss fight. Pretty silly boss fight. Yeah, I it's like hide and could, seek. I mean, really it was a cool ending seek. that you like. You were stabbing the doll. You were really stabbing her. But I felt they could have thrown something else in there. It's just uh, something. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think? 
I agree. I yeah, thought like what, what that lady was just sitting in a room and then she would go run and go sit in a corner and then let me just stab her in the head. With <laughs> I liked overall that the entire sequence was like a, all a puzzle. You know, I did like yeah, I liked that agreed. uh the idea of it the, or theoretically, but it don't it was yeah. kind of plain and and uh, straightforward. Overall, I liked the experience, but yeah, I think it could be flushed out a little better. But it because it was the most different part of the I game. Defi- I I think it. it would have been a lot more better if it was um if it was longer. Take take parts from Morales. I hated Morales level. I think well, it was bo- that, that was the worst one. His whole level was just a boss fight, right? There was like a small. It was that, and it was on a dock. Like a... It was really just a boss fight, right? No, yeah, you're, I mean you're the... going across all the planks and stuff from the rooftops. Yeah, you're shooting planks out. and you're yeah. moving stuff. Right. Oh, right. Flask, so, I have a question for you. You've gotten all the challenges, right? Yeah. There is one treasure I could not get, and I could not yeah, figure it out for treasure, the life Flask? of me. What there treasure? is a there is a when treasure chest on a boat. boat. It's right yeah, across. There's a treasure chest on a boat. Oh, how the fuck do you that get one. that? My okay, head, so I was I was going crazy. Dude. How do you get that? <laughs> so you what can't get it, it until it? after the boss fight. After the boss fight, you because you've drained all of the water out of the sunken town. You go back to that spot where the boat was initially docked, and now you can walk down on the 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 bed of the lake. You walk down into the destroyed windmill, and there's a little cave that the boat has like uh, as as uh, floated all the way down into, and the chest is down there, along with uh, well, a couple catfish. What it, oh. It's just oh, it's just mission. Motherfucker, yeah, was the fish. It's I just was one missing. of the uh, it's just one of those <laughs> like statues. You know the statues you can sell. That's all it it's is. It's the fish That's I right. care about. Oh. It's the fish, dude. Yeah, oh, yeah. You guys want to talk I, about the uh, the upgrades? We'll, we'll wrap this up. I think we're about there. What about I was the just gonna say the real upgrades quick. and the shop. I like the shop. I meet. It was very crazy. It was really funny to me. I was um. So when I played the village of shot or when I played standard, I missed a few meats, like the meats that you give to Duke to like cook. Um. So I was playing Village of Shadows. And I was in the town, and I was just shooting my grenade launcher off, and I hit a tree, and a little thing just that. drops. And I was What's like, what the, the fuck is that? So I pick it up. Uh, it juicy, was a fucking meat. bluebird. Yeah. I had no idea that bluebird existed, and I was like, <laughs> what yeah. the yeah. fuck? Yeah, well, Greg, there's a, you could find a photo of it in that, like, you know, yeah, yeah, you, you can find photos of yeah, all I, of the I, special I, animals. Yes, yeah. I, I, I actually just happened to look up, and I saw a bird, and I shot it. <laughs> Vito did. I, I mean, I missed that on my playthrough. Uh, I like to do. I thought I like the inventory system. I like how you can move stuff around. However, I thought they gave you too much room. I, I don't think I ever really needed to move stuff around. It was only for my own, like, oh, I want this to look nice. Aesthetic benefit. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, I never bought the last uh, upgrade for space, also. Oh, okay. Um, I bought I it like for New Year uh, Plus purposes. So that I always. Yeah, maybe I could see in, a, in another playthrough maybe needing it. Um,. I like the meat system. I thought it was fun. Yeah, I like hunting the animals. Cool. The meat. I think so, I don't yeah, think the upgrades really fun. the upgrades didn't really mean anything for me on standard though. Yeah. In fact, this is something that uh, we didn't mention. Me and John probably didn't block the entire game. Oh, and oh, apparently there's, yeah, there's, a, there's a parry you, you can do. To. Yes, so I, I didn't find this out until Village of Shadows, where you block and it says, Hey, press press LB to push and I was like, I don't I'm already holding it. What the fuck are you talking about? So what it is, is when you block, the second they hit you, you hit LB again, and you fucking push them, and, like, they, like, stumble back. 
Yeah, that's uh, a cool, I that's did a cool that combat thing, but we didn't like have to do it at all on standard. Which and it's is crazy. Like a bummer, but that is true. I feel like I missed half the game, you know? So like, on the hardest yeah, difficulty? I think that everyone else was telling oh. me like how he came in immediately. He's like, are you blocking? I was like, and I just started in hardcore. I was like, no, like I, I actually think Vito's right. I did not block the entire game on standard. <laughs> okay. Like I didn't need to. Yeah, just, you really. Most you of times you can just dodge, to. or you can and just I get think, hit. Yeah. And damage. And I could see it being really cool, you know, where you're you're, you know, fighting enemies and you got guns and you're shooting them, but you're also trying to balance your ammo usage. So you know, maybe you use the knife a little bit. Another thing I didn't use at all because I didn't need to. Um, and then you're blocking, and then you're parrying when you can. You're using all the tools in your in your kit, but like on standard mode, you miss like half the game because like I feel like. I wouldn't you know, say it's half the game. enjoyable it's, aspect. It's 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 cool to be able to use it effectively in combat, but it's not necessary, especially not on standard. Even on those hard modes, uh, on hard modes, I think it's more necessary, especially if you've upgraded your block so that you don't take as much like you take negligible damage when you block. I think that's important right. on higher difficulties. Super but, helpful with the bosses. Yeah, definitely with the bosses. Yeah, right, well, you want to talk about boss fights you. real quick? Can I just oh, say? Yeah, well, I think we about... we kind of. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, the t- oh. speaking of the treasure stuff, I really appreciated how on the map it shows you when you've gotten all the treasures in a room. Hell yeah! Uh, I forget yes. if that was in previous yeah, like really Resident like Evil that. Seven or whatever, but that's a godsend when you're so. trying to collect everything. Very yeah, great good map. quality of life uh, thing. Yeah, good map. I, I did like that too, Flask. Yeah. Um, yeah, we talked about some of the boss fights already. So if you guys feel like you have something to say about the bosses, uh, why don't you mention it? Uh. Um, I'm gonna. I could say uh, I couldn't beat Mother Miranda on the hardest difficulty with my weapons, so <laughs> I sold a lot of my starters, bought the stake, fully upgraded Hell it, yeah. and made so much ammo. And the moment that fight started, I just started unloading that into her, and I was pretty done, pretty fast. Well, what? What? Why do you say you couldn't beat her on the hard? Like, does she so get faster? The big thing, She's no. a so motherfucking mother sponge. Is, She's a moldy yeah, she sponge. takes a long time to kill. Oh, so it's an ammo but, thing. Like you just need more no, ammo. No, it is not an ammo thing. It's just that. So the thing with the hardest difficulty is, you get hit once, you're in red health, and you're in the you're in the health phase where you can't really move fast. You're like slow walking, and your vision's all slow. And which you do eventually so, recover from, by the way. You do. But it, I, it takes. A few I did minutes. find out about that, which I was like, oh, that's pretty crazy. Um, but so with her is. She has all these tiny little things where they'll hit you and you're done, hmm. pretty much. So if you block, but if you block a lot, it helps a lot. So my thinking is, okay, I don't have like the firepower to kill her fast enough. Like I, I won't be, I cannot beat her in a war of attrition. She's gonna end up figuring me out and beating me. I'll just do as much damage as I can in the beginning, and then I'll just finish it up with uh, my grenade launcher or whatever, and it worked. Okay, so she just takes more. Yeah, because I felt like she, I downloaded her, take, her attack pattern. Oh, yeah, but um, enemies take standard. so much damage yeah, on the hardest difficulty. It's right. crazy. Yeah, well, and I think that she, we might not even have noticed on standard, I think she does have like some attacks when she takes to the air. You have, If you do enough damage, it'll like stop them. But I feel like you uh, probably yeah. can't do enough damage like on the hard difficulty to stop it. So you got like crazier attacks. Well, when she the shoots down those little uh, like fire missiles. Yeah, dude. Oh man, that's great. Uh, the one where she's flying and she has the four orbs above her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I always aim the grenade launcher, and I would just shoot it at her, like her head. It would blow the ones on top of her. Yeah, it would get rid of them all to uh, 
fixing Yeah, I mean, that. I thought that was a fine boss battle. I thought it was a cool fight. I didn't have any problems well, with it. You know? I will say, Resident Evil bosses have never been never been yeah. much more than, like, just shoot it until it dies. And sometimes it'll do something a little different and then padding. shoot it differently until it dies. Uh, so, I, you know, you can't expect too much from Resident Evil bosses unless, you know, you're expecting a lot more than usual. Right. The, the These boss battles are more about just the level design and the character itself. And yeah. I thought all the boss characters were interesting. I liked their transformations. Um, and, you know, the levels were cool. You got one fish guy. You I got... think Moreau's probably the most interesting, like, arena boss because you have to, oh, like, hide from like his rain. His... And he, yeah. there's like you have to move through the labyrinth of houses and stuff. Like it's like yeah, that's at least a little something. A little arcadey, yeah. you know. He's got different yeah. like oh, he got he's attacked from the sky. He's attacked from here. Like pu- he's puking like, across he's the stage. In the building. Now, you know? Yeah, I thought the most. Uh, I don't know if I want to say the most notable, but the, one of the most interesting was uh, Chris Redfield builds a tank. Yeah. <laughs> no, they actually he, say that Heisenberg no, they, built uh, a tank. Yeah, that reason. Heisenberg built that. He talks about building that. For some reason, he uh, built okay. a tank that could kill himself. He built, well, he built I don't know why him. he would do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was, in, you fucking, I don't know, is that one of the first Resident Evil fights where you get in a vehicle and you're, it's like, you're fighting one in of a, the few, a tank in a vehicle? Uh, I mean, there's some way you get The only one I'm thinking about is like six and five and you just get in the turn in the back. Yeah, you get in some sort of weapon or you get like a super weapon and you gotta shoot it. But uh, I thought that boss fight was, I mean, like again, kind of that on rails feeling. It was arcadey, fun. Baby, baby easy. Yeah, like, shoot these spots. Anybody, it looked cool as hell. And, you know, I liked Heisenberg. I think he was. I'm my favorite lord. He's, I don't know, his yeah, voice Magneto, was weird. I didn't uh, like that Magneto first. Magneto Dante. I, dude, yeah. His voice definitely didn't match his character for me. I liked it, but I was like, this is not fit Why? this voice. I oh, this I is weird. Why is everyone speaking in a North American accent? They're all Europeans. What? Like Why didn't they out. even try? <laughs> Part of the mold. You wouldn't understand. Yeah, it's a mold thing. I hope you didn't know I, that oh, mold I is American, born and raised. Um, uh, do you guys want to talk about Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Biggest missed opportunity in terms of bosses is actually the mini bosses of the daughters. Huge missed opportunity. There's so many windows in Castle Dimitrescu that you can break, that you even get a challenge completed if you break every window. You do get a challenge for breaking them all. There's so many windows throughout the castle, but the daughters are in scripted rooms. They only attack you, and you can only kill them in very specific, in three specific rooms. Why aren't they tracking you throughout the castle, and why can you not kill them anywhere that there's a window in the castle? So you have to like travel to the nearest window and break them open, and then catch them in the cold air and kill them there. Why is that not the thing with them? It would be so much cooler. I mean, right. I agree. I guess for game, if, if I had to give a reason, it's like, oh, they tell you you're going in the right direction, but with, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I that. thought the same thing, though. <laughs> when I when I did see that you could break the windows, I was like, oh, cool, dude. I'm going to be like laying traps. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, when I, my second playthrough, I realized, I was like, oh, this, you, like you said, there are very, maybe on the first time it kind of looks random, but there are very specific spots where they where they spawn. Yes. They want you to fight them. It's uh, what? I, the, uh, I, the, I book, the bookcase I room library? Oh, fast well i guess i was surprised playing the game first how fast the castle part was i was mm-hmm. really shocked when you killed the first daughter and i was like wait really wait, that's it yeah and all you know i was just like dude where are the rest and then, you know yeah she's just a bunch of flies yeah just a fly 
I find uh, that kind of creepy, Lady, actually, uh, that like they're not humans who can turn into they're flies. They're flies, flies who turn super, back into a human. That's so they're, they're flies <laughs> super packed together. That's disgusting. <laughs> uh, Lady D's fight was fine. It was fine. I, guess I, I liked her character. Her boss design was pretty before, bad. Was, like I said, it was like a Resident Evil fight. It was like you yeah. ran kind of like a pattern. You shot it a bunch, and there was yes. you know, as classic as you could get, which would make sense because it was like the classic castle level, but. Uh, yeah, boss is good. Yeah. Um, how about mercenaries? Did anybody take a whack at that? A little uh, bit. I'm just I not did. Really my thing. To yeah, I played a little I bit of it. It's very basic. Like I always liked about mercenaries was you started the game, you picked the character, and you uh that character had like a certain set of like equipment and mm-hmm. or maybe like a special ability, and then you went. This one, it's like you're just Ethan. You pick your weapon when you want to buy, like you go. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I do like the perks. The perks I are cool. That was cool. Yeah, I did enjoy that. The perks I really did like. I like uh, one of them I got was the knife does five times as much damage. Yeah. So I just started running around stabbing people. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with um, it. I, I could d- see it being fun. Yeah, I, think they, wrong with it. I think I think that is a good starting point. Actually, I thought it was more like the classic mercenary. I didn't even try it. No, it's, shit about it's, high it's, score. It's, it's it's different. Yeah, there's like these yeah, orbs I, around I the also, map. I was like, you can pick them up and oh, you see, get to choose three. You might enjoy it, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. I think we're just comparing it to the other mercenaries. I agree. If with you Craig, get, uh, it's like tri- I think was... if you get triple S on it, you get a uh, lightsaber. Yep. Are you serious? Oh wow. I'm never going to get that lightsaber. No. <laughs> oh. I'm not getting that. Dude, I was like, I don't want that. I got the rocket pistol. I was like, I'm done. He's, you know, he's being There's completely serious, you know. Yeah. Dude, there is. Yeah. There is. A, so if you beat the game on Village of Shadows, you get a rocket pistol. And um, what is you get another pistol? gun. It's a pistol that pistol shoots like rockets. bottle rockets, essentially. It, shoots, yeah. it sucks. Oh, there it is. Bottle rocket. Oh, okay. It sucks. I yeah, it's, real it, it's shit. But then you can also, good. you buy it. And then you could also spend like I think it's fifty thousand points to buy infinite ammo for it. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, it's it's there's... fun that they have infinite ammo for like the bottle, the rocket pistol, and like the magnum and stuff. But the stake is the best weapon in the game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I didn't know that was a thing either. It's a it's like, it's a, then, like a stake, um, like a knife, like a it's like melee weapon. No, it's a oh, magnum plus magnum. You're thinking of Chris's knife. I don't know what that's No, no, called. I just don't that's know. I just don't know what a stake is. What's what's? Oh, stake? it's a it's, so it's, it's a gun that only shows up when you do like the like your second playthrough in the game. Plus, it's just a it's a new magnum. It's just more badass okay. than the wolfsbane. Yeah. All right. Cool. It's a stake. Like you know, like a you know wolfsbane <laughs> a stake. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I assumed it was like an actual stake. Like a, oh, no, oh no, it's no, just no, a fucking bad like, magnum. It's an acronym. yeah. Mercenaries, you get a uh, triple S. You get a lightsaber, and if you uh, I guess kill people with it, it regenerates health. Oh, that's cool. That's wild. Um. All right, let's let's move on to. Uh, do you guys have any final thoughts on gameplay, or we'll just say a couple notes on production? Um. Uh, gameplay good. There's so much to talk about. I feel like there's a yeah. couple things we missed even, but I think it's fine. I think we hit the. I've definitely missed up, stuff. but yeah. No, I generally I enjoyed it. I, I mean, I there was I, no, there was no parts that were like super stand out for me. Like, oh, that was the most awesome part. But I I enjoyed my time with it throughout. I also uh, did enjoy it. I 100% agree. But. I think maybe the intro was like, I don't know, when you first get to see all four lords, and you're, I mean, even though that was like the most on rail section, I thought that was like the... 
I agree. I was maybe uh, I was, like, oh, I was shit, enamored. Nuts. I was like, what maybe world Chris have shooting I me uh, in the face uh, eight times while she's like <laughs> pretending to be dead on the ground. I mean, maybe that'll stick in my head for a while. Uh, we kind of did talk about production, so I guess this will be quick. Uh, we talked about sound design. We liked the ambient sounds. They were amazing. Um, well, actually, one thing I do want to mention is I found the guns to, to sound very weak mm. and unsatisfying. I agree. Um, and I could let that go for like the first pistol, the Lemmy, um, which I, th- I thought was I, actually fine for what it is. Um, but once I got like the tack shotgun, um, or rather even the, you know, the first shotgun you get the, what is it? The, um, uh, M M 11 or M 18. I forget, but the, the, the The shotguns I thought were, they just felt underpowered. Um, they didn't really have a punch to them or anything. I don't know. I I pay attention (laughs) to stuff like that in games. You know, you're playing a game with guns, you want the guns uh... to feel good. It makes it really apparent in the hard difficulty when you pull out your shotgun with infinite ammo and you go to shoot the first <laughs> werewolf and he does not give a shit. Yeah, yeah you feel like you're shooting like, uh, yeah. you know, birdshot or something. Um, but uh, that's all I really have. Like to Resident Evil 4, other than- I, I can th- remember the sound of each gun. Like the the right. the, uh, the rifle, you know, the crack, the and then the head exploding, and then the, yep. you know, the bolt. It, like everything is so vivid in that game, um, and it's not like it's the like the audio quality is not even as good, but somehow the the the, the fully work it's for just all the, the guns. The, yeah, it's just the audio bit they chose yeah. for those things. It's just not very uh, satisfying as far as like shooter shooting sounds go. Um, that's another good bo- yeah about the um, exploding head. Uh, that again probably was okay in this game, but okay. not like as good as previous games. Yeah. Um, the voice acting I thought was great all around. Um, as far as like the four lords go, I thought they all were extremely well voiced, especially like Moreau and Heisenberg. Um, Miranda was whatever, you know. Did you guys have um, subtitles on? Or yes, I usually do. Right okay, guy, I dude. Because I didn't have subtitles on the first uh, run through for some reason. I usually would. I didn't though, and I could not understand what Moreau was saying in his second in his uh, when he comes out of the water and then goes back in. Literally, the voice effects they're using make him indecipherable without Mother, subtitles. Love me, mother. Yeah, and he has like a deep voice effect going on, gurgling. Why don't you love me, mother? <laughs> but I enjoyed all their hammy performances. I did. Yeah. Uh, and the, the daughters too, the vampire daughters were were pretty great. Yeah, one of the voice actresses the, uh, of the daughters sadly passed away soon after the she recorded right, her lines. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, sad. Um, graphics were great. Game Dude, this game good. runs really well, and it looks really yeah. good. Do you know you can run this game with like a fucking integrated graphics card? Apparently, <laughs> someone heard, someone yeah. was oh, able to I run that. That's try that. That's crazy, though. Well, yeah, crazy. I wouldn't do it. There's a difference between but... can. Look, I remember 2005, six, a nice Dell XP computer that could run more Window Oblivion, but it should not have run more Window <laughs> Oblivion. Uh, or more Window or Oblivion. Sorry. Uh, anyway, the point is, yeah, the game does look great, though. Uh, and yeah, even yeah. on like a doo doo, well, not doo doo, but like you know, mid range computer like mine, like I can still pump it up. It still looked 
Yeah, Pretty I was playing in 4K. I didn't get to take advantage of ray tracing, but I had the settings like pumped pretty high. And um, I don't think I messed with like the textures or anything like that, but the game just looked gorgeous. The lighting was great. Now, I didn't have any technical like issues like stuttering or stuff, but I have seen people talk about that they sometimes do experience that. Uh, I would randomly drop frames, but it oh, would okay. immediately fix itself like a few seconds later. So I was like, all right, whatever. I've seen people say that they have that when they kill enemies. For some reason, that's when they drop frames. Um, the big elephant yes. in the room, however, is, I mean, we need to address it, which is no FOV options whatsoever. No slider, nothing. Why Can't change the field of view. Yeah, and mean, it's stuck. Some people about this that are weird about this stuff. It's Not stuck right. on, at like that. 70 or something like that. It's crazy Maybe the weird for ones. people's... Uh, usual. Yeah, I don't know. Preference. You know, I usually don't even fuck with FOV. I don't care. I probably didn't know what FOV was until but I know. Like... <laughs> I hear Kurt like talking about that shit all the time. Like, oh yeah, put your FOV up. <laughs> <laughs> well, for I him, I it's multiplayer games. Peripheral vision. I was gonna say definitely Kurt's the one that I was also like you too. I didn't give a shit about it. I don't. I didn't change it. I'm a simple Kurt definitely. Kurt definitely talked me into it because it definitely helps a lot. Kurt uh, needs his uh, chameleon eyes. Yeah, I didn't, yeah, so Kurt's, I didn't even Kurt's know. Kurt's got like weird fish eyes or whatever. There is none. It's unacceptable for a PC game in 2021 not to have But why does that bother you in like a single player? Like what would you like, need well, to... Because... I think, I think at this point it's just like an option that's just like, oh... Is it a you know, monitor thing? like if a game with like you can't change your resolution, we're sticking you in 1080p. It's just like such a yeah, simple Yeah, this is feature. different. I, this, is, this is like the perspective that I imagine the, the designers want you to, well, clearly. to be in. Clearly it is. Yeah, I'm just but... saying every PC game nowadays has that because, for instance, I always put mine to somewhere between 90 and 100, usually like 100, um, because I prefer the... the. It's hard to describe technically, but I, I prefer the way that that field of view looks on a, a widescreen. Like, it just makes sense to my brain, and it doesn't make me nauseous, which is important, because when I first started this game... I did I did feel a little bit like disconcerted because of this limited FOV. I did eventually get used to it, but a lot of people are struggling with it. A lot of people get nauseous when the field of view is limited even though their view should they their brain feels like the view should be wider than it is, especially in comparison wow. to uh, natural vision. This is all news to me. Flash, oh, yeah, this is bringing deal. up something from uh like the path, the way past with us. But uh is this what happened with you and me when we were playing Resident Evil Six that one time, and you were just like, "Hey, I gotta get off. I'm I'm not feeling well." Was that oh, like an know. FOV thing? I usually don't have nausea I, from games, not not even FOV. Like this time, I I got used to it. Uh, I usually don't uh-huh. have that. I think just occasionally, if I'm like in a game for too long, uh, then then I can get like my my brain gets like tunnel vision. Uh, I hundred percent that happens to me in VR chat when I'm I dive too oh, deep. Oh VR with for fucking sure. Kurt. Yeah, VR See, my, will kill me after a while. My thoughts are that especially for a horror game, like you would want to restrict something like FOV your vision, so that, you don't see shit that's sneaking up on you. Yeah, right, like that that would be a point that, of a design. You know, it's not as much as you think oh. though. It's just What's to your make your brain feel better. <laughs> I see what Vito's saying, but also in the beginning of the game, right, they have you set your brightness, right? And I'm sure they have a recommended brightness that they want you to set it at. Mm-hmm. They still allow you to set it as high as you want. 
and like FOV is such like a thing that's in so many games. It's just I feel like it's one of the now. I mean, I'm in your boat. I didn't even look at it. I didn't notice it. I don't give a shit. But I feel like it's one of those options. Like you said, it's 2021. Just just put it in there. Let me decide. Vito, Vito, I think you're thinking of it in the way that Kurt thinks of it. That like when he plays multiplayer games, he puts it at like 120 or more or whatever to have Same. more uh, of a yeah. strategical advantage. That's not what I'm talking about, and that's not what most people who are having this right. Problem no, I get well, your point though. It's this about is more your brain for, uh, and the way it affects sure. you physically. It's like it doesn't feel right, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, I I have no problem with any of that. I just didn't notice that. I have a super good brain, so you know. Right. Yeah, we got a good me. brain. So strong, dude. Brain. He got he got the good brain. <laughs> yeah, we got the mole has to come close brain. to your brain. <laughs> they got or that Ethan brain. It's, it's one or the other. Right. Um. I think uh, we did pretty good today, boys. I think let's let's wrap this up with some final thoughts. Um. What did you think of the game uh, in general? Would you recommend it to a friend? Uh, would you recommend it maybe to somebody who hasn't played Resident Evil 7 or another Resident Evil game? How would you compare it to other Resident Evil games? And then finally, just give it a score out of 10 just for funsies. Um, why don't you start, John? Oh, why don't you start, John? Oh, and all the things no you listed in order? <laughs> Uh, you don't have to hit all those points. Those those are just th- you know food for thought. Overall, will. it's a good one. I will say, I me being a casual fan of the Resident Evil games, I think I've played all of the mainline series. Uh, my I, my hot take is that four is not that special of a game. I, I know, <gasps> folks. Uh, that being said, I think Yikes. this is definitely my favorite Resident Evil game that I've played. Not probably leaps and bounds, because you can see it's made from other Resident Evil games, obviously. Uh, but this one, I feel like, just put it all together. I gave it a 9 out of 10. I'm really glad you liked it that much, and I'm also surprised. Yeah, dang. Um, especially about it being it, it, it being your favorite Resident Evil game. And if we're comparing it, I guess, like to the closest 7, yeah, I really do think you could stack it up to 7 in any category, and it just like kicks it over easy. And I did like 7. I wouldn't say seven's my favorite though. I think, like, you know, I might take like two remake or maybe even five over seven, but I think eight beats those. Uh Flask, what do you think? Um By the way, real quick, we didn't mention uh the the one enemy we didn't mention was the um the way the soldats work, the uh the tyrant like guys. I just wanted to say real quick that I like the sort of spin on the the tyrant design and that they're like instead of biological tyrants they're like mechanical tyrants with the one big arm it's a, instead of having a big claw it is a drill is that drill guys i think that's a yeah yeah okay yeah, i think it's a fun oh, yeah okay i, I like, didn't um, f- i didn't yeah. make that comparison to tyrants yeah yeah you're right it definitely was inspired so with the by it instead of exposed heart they have a uh, like a engine in their chest you know that yeah, the, turbo the heart. core yeah, cool. that you shoot uh it's it's a fun like playing with the tyrant design and especially how they iterate on it by having like dual drills with the thing on their back or like the armored guy. Or the giant tank the one. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, the giant versions. airplane yeah, engine yeah. guy. Uh, I think that's <laughs> or fun. Fan man who only knows how to charge. Fan man who only knows how <laughs> only to charge. Knows how to charge. Um, yeah. It was, it was so cool. I, I like this stuff. Anyway, uh, general thoughts. Yeah, I, en- I enjoyed it. Um, I think it's, it's one of the, the better games in the series for me. Uh, still always gonna like Resident Evil 4 the best just because I enjoy that game so much. 
Um, but I think it's, you know, not as, uh, not as horror-y as like, say, RE2 Remake was even in recent times. Um, but I still think it's, it's a very enjoyable game. And, uh, I still think they, you know, a lot of people are saying that it's not, they wanted it to not be as scary. I think it's still, you know, it can be tense, which is all you really need from a survival horror game, right? You just need it to be like a tense experience because you're like a little bit desperate at times. And uh, sure, it doesn't have to be horrifying in like the supernatural yeah. or like horrifying sense of the word. Resident Evil has never um, been scary, scary. It's been like campy, scary, like a like a fun uh, haunted house, you know, like a B movie. Yeah. Exactly. I, I agree with all that, yeah. Um, but, and the gameplay is enjoyable. I played it six times. Uh, so, <laughs> um, Yikes. I'd, uh, was there anything else that you brought up that I should address? Like, it. You can give it a score at a whatever. Oh, you, would you, you know. recommend it? I forgot oh, that one um, myself. I would never recommend, would recommend like sequels to games before, or, you know, earlier games, you know me. But uh, as far as just like a random fun game to play, yeah, sure. I would recommend the game. Um, What's your score out of my 10? My score is... Hmm. It would be 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Greg, same questions. Um. So, this is going to be a lot to take in. I, uh, I love Resident Evil. Resident Evil is probably my favorite game series of all time. Oh, yeah. Uh, that being said, I, I really like this game a lot, Village. I like the enemy design. That's a big thing with me. I've talked about it, I think, in previous podcasts where a game can easily, a game, movie, anything can easily win me by having cool enemy design, like monsters. And uh, this game, I liked every, almost every monster enemy in the game. Right. And it was really cool. Um, overall, this is not, definitely not my favorite. Uh, that would probably be Code Veronica. Hell yeah. Cool choice. Wow. Not not even being Dude, a sarcastic, I actually think that's a cool choice. Oh, I was favorite. like, that's the gamer choice, bro. I like Whichever one has the um Yeah. But uh I uh, that being said, I do su- I super like this game a lot. Uh I probably also with Flask would say uh wouldn't recommend this to anybody without them playing seven first. At least, yeah. Yeah. Um I totally would. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, if I that, can see it both I ways. Mean, uh, I, I, I just yeah, feel like... For sure. If, I feel like if you didn't play 7, maybe when you're playing this, a lot of this stuff's going to go over your head and you're like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm I'm just here to save my daughter. I and feel that's like that's a good for this game. That's fine, that's fine, yeah. For, um, a, very ca- for a casual person, you know? Because if they're casual, they're not going to care about the story anyway, right? They're just going to beat this and very move true. on to Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, what's your score? Now I'm not gonna. Here's where I didn't want to talk about this. I'm not gonna be like John, and conform to a score. So I'm gonna give it two thumbs up. Oh, like Wait, but you're man. being more like John with the thumbs score. <laughs> but, but John gave it. John. John changed. Oh, you're saying he now conformed he's, he's, and you didn't. Okay. Yes, I'm saying he conformed to having to having a score out of ten. Yeah. That's fine if you want to change. He sold your, out. Your he metric. sold out, if you will. Yes. Yeah. Um, I like this game a lot. Uh, I agree with you guys. I agree with Greg and Flask. Where I, I wouldn't really recommend this to anybody who wasn't invested in the series. 
Um, or I, I at least didn't play uh, Resident Evil 7. Uh, but I, I enjoyed it a lot. I really liked the, the I want to call them risks that they took. Um, just a bunch of like vibe changes, um, the way the game starts out with that storybook. And then that, that first cutscene where you meet the four lords like really meant a lot to me. And I was like, man, if this is like the future of Resident Evil games, I am so with it. Because um, <laughs> I did like those ca- the characters, the attention to the characters in the game. Um, the details it's, it's, of them. It, it, yeah. Um, right. The attention to the details and te- uh, to the character design is like uh, another level from other Resident Evil games. Um, what else? Uh, yeah. It's, I think it's $60 right now, you know, because it's new, is maybe a little pricey because it's very short. And I think only forty dollars is the perfect price for that game. Yeah, maybe maybe something closer to that because I think a lot of people aren't going to play it a second time. I don't think I'm going to play it a second time. I'm kind of of the the mindset that I, I know what's going to happen. Why would I play it a second time? Um, you know, uh, I am curious, you know, to see how it is on the harder difficulties. Maybe I'll play like like an hour or so, but I probably won't finish it. We never um, established how long did it take all you guys in your first run through. Uh, Do you guys know? I want to say like 14 hours, maybe. Oh, okay. Oh, I want to say like 10 hours or something. Ooh. I don't really remember. Like 9.30, yeah, same if job. I remember correctly. Nine, about the 9.30, something for me. Yeah, right. well, yeah, we're just different breed. Different breed. Yeah. I different guess that's mutation. Not short. Uh, overall, I'd give, I'd give the game like an 8 out of 10. Okay. Yeah. But I'm very cool. I'm excited for more games in uh, in the first person for Resident Evil, um, and I'm excited to see what they're going to do. in like you know, I'm excited to see what we have in store for Resident Evil. For sure. I just sure. I really do hope I they think... keep up the like um, dual gameplay styles. Like I hope they keep yeah. making the ones that are third person as well third as person. the ones that are. Yeah, like this. I would like that. Oh, you mean reverse? You wanna? <laughs> Shut up. Why would you even bring that oh, up, bro? You know, like, well, is what is that even me? out? Why well, put this curse no, on our podcast? In summer. Are we going to play that? No. While we're here, while we're I here, never are we going to play Resistance? You can play it with Kurt and Dude, Resistance? Not, download it. Dude, I know Kurt's going to try to get me to play that, and I'll play it, but <laughs> um, it's going to hurt. It offends Resistance, me for Kurt. Resistance, That's it. Resistance kind of uh, sucked, also flat. We should try it yeah, sometime still, so you can, like, Do uh, you want to I'll re-download it. Yeah. I'll get yeah, to redownload it. That shit, what you know, it, it wasn't even that it fucking sucked. It was it didn't work. Like the servers, like just you couldn't connect, and you kept dis- disconnecting. I mean, Yeesh. that was at the time of release. Yeah, um, I think it I sucked know, too, though. Yeah. <laughs> and it also kind of sucked. Yeah, also sucked. Sure. We'll take a look again. I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. All right, uh, I think that wraps it up, guys. Um, what does Andy usually say at the end here? If you want to email uh, us. You can email us at brokencampfire at gmail.com. Uh, look forward to a regular video game podcast coming soon next week. Uh, um, I'm going to add something to this also. Uh, so Andy hasn't been saying this, and I probably also haven't been saying anything. Oh, yeah. Add Gark uh, on Twitter. No, 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 no. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> stop. Uh, we have an actual Twitter now. Uh, at Broken Campfire. That's true. So uh, follow that. Yes, Broken Campfire. 
Uh, Broken Campfire. Follow that. Yeah. Uh, Vito, I don't um, think you've been doing a, a, a. I don't think you've been doing a very good job of hosting this episode. So, um, Andy, Andy, Andy. Andy, Andy, Andy. Andy. All right. What, uh, what are you doing? Okay. What the fuck? Everybody, uh, you guys ready to start? I'm back. Where did you come from? Now uh, let's welcome. do the real Everybody, Resident Evil. How did you do that? To the Andy, 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 no! Andy, no, this Andy, is my Andy, podcast! No! Andy, Andy? It's not fair! It's not I'm fair. joined here by uh, three of our regulars, John, Flask, and Greg. Video can make doing, it man? this week. 